0: Hello beautiful people. It is February 23rd, 2022. Let's get wild. Wednesday begins. now. Yeah! Can't take enough for joining us here at youtube.com forward slash the Pat McAfee show. Day two of the 2022 NFL season for PMS Live. That is this show is officially Started big time show today. Big time mm-hmm. show. We got mm-hmm. Shams Charania. Okay, hey, Shams, friend of the show, obviously a man who won the trade deadline in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for us to get updated on what's going on in that that sport.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you right. To, every time
0: awesome. Shams comes on, I ask him every question that I need to figure out what the fuck has happened in the NBA, what's going on right now, and what I can look forward to. He is always fantastic. I do believe he was the one that broke the Harden-Simmons trade that everybody was skeptical against, and it shut down the NBA, basically. He's, uh, I can't wait to chat with him. I miss him, actually. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. been Shams a while. the best. So, Shams, one of the only guys that I've like, uh, scheduled to be on the show, then had time thing, didn't come on the show, couldn't come on the show, did it again, couldn't come on the show again Mm -hmm. because of a time commitment thing. Only guy that I've uh, like, continue to reach out to you know because normally if i reach out to somebody and they're on the show and then they back out of coming on the show it's like all right then if i reach out to them again then they say they're coming on the show and they back out to come to the show, i'm like all right i'm not doing this again like i understand like mm-hmm. and they're probably trying to tell me something shams though is working his ass off mm, right now yeah shams is in a grind mode right now yeah. and i'm so thankful he's taking time to chat with us and uh, smarten us up in the nba world because what is going on? Are we near the playoffs yet? Post all-star
1: break, so it's supposed to start heating up now, start, right? Games this is start when- back
0: tomorrow. Oh, yeah, this one, we're, hey, we're supposed to care about that. Yeah, NBA. that's yeah. right.
1: Two months. Like well, 20 football stopped. Perfect timing. Mm-hmm.
0: The MLS starts Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, can't okay, wait. Okay, the NBA's happening. College Fly. basketball's taking place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shams doesn't know anything about any of that, but he does know the NBA, so we'll chat with him. Lost 5,000 last night on Michigan State, getting blown out by <clears throat> Iowa. Thank oh, you. Awesome. Jersey retirement. Thank you, fucking yeah. Evan Fox. They might stink. Jersey retirement. Uh, Michael Lomb- uh, Lombardi will join us also in the second hour. Cannot wait to chat with him. About, you know, right now there's a lot of things going on. Uh, franchise were being able to be delivered starting yesterday all the way through March 8th. The league year starts March 16th. There's salary cap gymnastics happening. The Packers have already done it. They were like 30 million uh, over the cap. Or a projected cap. They redid Kenny Clark's con- uh, contract D tackle for them with two voidable years at the end of this thing. Saved themselves $10 million, So now they're only mm-hmm. $20 million over the cap. And once again, this goes to show uh, this reporting is via Field. Yeah, shout out to Field, by the Thank way. Thank you, Field. They converted $13.615 million of Clark's 2022 compensation into a signing bonus and added two void years to his deal. So then they, they added to a signing bonus. The signing bonus then gets distributed amongst the entire contract. So this was move Tom Brady did with the Patriots so many times. He would take yeah. his yearly salary, they would turn it into a signing bonus before the season, then that number, instead of hitting for the one-year salary, it'd be scattered amongst the years in which the entire contract is. Then people started gaming the entire system. Alright, we're going to do a 10-year deal with eight voidable years, but the voidable years are opt-outs that won't be figured out till later. We'll turn this contract into a signing bonus contract, then we'll scatter it amongst the 10... Now, nobody's done 10 years, but they've done 4, 5, and six, but I'm just saying for the sake of the uh, explanation of why the salary cap does not matter, so then they take that one year salary, they put it in the signing bonus, so the player's still getting his money, then they scatter it throughout the entire years, so then they save all this fucking money, basically. That's why you add the voidable years at the end, because then that contract is now cut into fourths basically, or fifths, depending upon how many years you extend that thing, which leads us to the next point, that nothing matters in the salary cap conversation now that that has been figured out. So you have to remember that whenever you're thinking about your team. Oh, can we afford this guy? Can we afford this guy? The answer is yes. You can afford whoever, whenever, however. That is just what everybody needs to understand with the modern NFL. Will the NFL adjust to that and make rules so that can't take place? Probably. There will be an adaptation somewhere of these owners that don't want to spend all this money or aren't maybe in desirable cities that have either good tax benefits or good weather or anything like that where you're seeing a lot of OGs kind of travel to. So there's going to be people that are pissed off that can't play the system as well as everybody else. There will be a change. But until that time comes, probably a couple years, right now the salary cap means absolutely nothing in it's only going up. So you should remember that whenever we put up how much space a team has going into free agency and we say, oh, they got 62 million, they got 57 million at L.A. for the Chargers and the Jags got 56 and the Bengals got 48. And then you look at the bottom five, you're like, the Saints have negative 70 some million. The Packers now have negative 30 something because of the 10 million they just saved on the Kenny Clark thing. Cowboys, 21 million over the cap. Vikings, Rams, all these teams are over the cap. None of that means shit. No. None of it means anything, because they can set up contracts to mean anything they want it to, which leads us to the next point. Yesterday, the Kenny Clark deal, obviously, Mm -hmm. the Packers have to do that Mm -hmm. before, I think, next month. But also, if they want to sign or keep anybody, they have to make space to do that whole thing. So they're making those moves. The fact that the Packers are doing the voidable year trick... Which is what Tampa did, Kansas City did, LA did, like uh, the Saints did. Like the fact that Green Bay's starting to do it, this is huge for modern times. Yeah. Yeah. For this, the Green Bay Packers kind of changing, evolving, and hopefully having a blueprint to how they can kind of keep everybody on the team, in which, you know, it sounds like. Probably, maybe, going to have Aaron Rodgers and It sounds like he's in a much better spot after yesterday's conversation at Ty Schmidt, a shareholder of the Green Bay Packers. you got to love seeing them do this type of deal because although it's just Kenny Clark, the thought of adding the voidable years and turning it into the salary cap, it's like, welcome to the game, right? That's that's kind of what we're right. hoping everybody
2: starts doing. Right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, you see all the other teams doing the voidable years thing, and we talk about it, and it was kind of just – like an expectation like Oh, well, the Packers don't operate that way they're not going to do that but I think this obviously bodes very well for the fact that it's like hey it might only be two years that we have with Rogers or whatever, but we're we're going to you know I mean they they went all in last year, but they're going to do it again. They realize like, hey, our best opportunity to win a Super Bowl with how well this guy's playing is right now within these next few years. So let's let's kick the can down the road four or five years or whatever, and and kind of retain our core. And it's interesting because Green Bay doesn't have an owner, right? And they make two hundred and fifty million
0: dollars a year in real estate. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Remember we saw that. Oh yeah, investments. In that money, yeah, in investments in money, yeah, and investments, and real <laughs> yeah. estate and however it is, and that money just goes into a fund. Mm-hmm. So you don't fully understand why they wouldn't operate that way, other than the fact that you know they are the keepers of. The Packers organization like hey this is a legendary thing we have this is how we operate this is what the Packers are we're one of the original teams I mean NFL film is basically on this guy right. so I feel like that is a thing that Mark and Gutekunst and all them the keepers of the Packers I feel like yeah but the ad you know adapting to the modern time and making moves I think is not a bad thing for the Packers organization. And we've heard other GMs, whether it's off air through like sources or whatever, talk about how this isn't a sustainable winning uh, model to kick things down the road because it's going to show up when it shows up. It's going to show up when it shows up. It's like, well, feels like all the teams that are winning are fucking. Yeah. <laughs> feels like all the teams that are winning are doing it. This is back whenever I was a kid. Grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What? What's up? What? At Nick Morado. Congrats on the engagement. What's up?
3: What's up? Hey. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
0: Basically every Italian in America with some sort of has some sort of tie to Pittsburgh. So, sure. how's the family, everybody? Mm, what's up? But the Pirates stunk. Okay, yeah.
3: Pittsburgh Pirates stunk. Still do.
0: Still do. Always will with this bum ass owner that they got. Mm-hmm. right Okay, sell the fucking team. Not to us, but somebody should be able to buy that team that matters. But I would watch. You know, at night. There was, uh, you know, I'd watch the Lakers at night because I couldn't sleep. And then when baseball was happening, there was this one team that was always around, okay? And then you watch the Frank Abadnail, uh in the Catch Me If You Can, mm-hmm. and his dad says, uh, you know why the Yankees always win? Because they're too busy staring at the track. Like, the Yankees were always a thing. So during baseball playoff time, it was like, all right, the Yankees are gonna be here. I would like to see this team win. And then you start hearing all the baseball purists say, well, they cheat. They spend more money than everybody. It's like, well, that sounds like a team that wants to win more than everybody else, in my eyes, personally. As a competitive human, that sounds like somebody that wants to win more. It feels like the teams that are doing this are the teams that want to win more right now. And I understand there's thinking ahead, but allegedly through all these sources, a lot of these GMs don't want to do it because they don't think it's the right way to operate. They think it'll catch up to you. I don't think it will. I don't think it at all, which leads me to this point. The fact that the Patriots have been... Oh, I, I know. You know, know. they, they started right. this signing uh, bonus stuff way back. Now, yeah. the voidable years and all that, so you got to give credit to Belichick being able to game the system for all those years with Tom Brady taking those pay cuts, which weren't pay cuts. There's Well, he wasn't getting paid as much as he should. Okay, but he would turn his contract into signing bonuses. And everybody, like, well, he's taking less. But actually, he's getting his money up front. Yeah, yeah. it's actually almost a better deal for right. him. But they've been gaming the system for a long time because Tom Brady would allow them to do such. Now, Mac Jones on a rookie contract, so they're still able to do it. How will they be able to do it going forward? I think we'll all be intrigued to see what Bill Belichick does with that once they have to pay Mac Jones. Um, but how come you guys force everybody out whenever you can it's pay crazy. everybody if you wanted to? Robert Kraft has all the money in the world. He owns the entire Foxborough town, basically. Yeah. Yeah. He has a casino, he's got Patriot Place, sure. he's got obviously John Bon Jovi's what? concert revenue right. in there. there I think go. he's an investor in Fanatics, which is doing very uh-huh. well. He has some paper company, I think, that he came from. Let alone, every- he has all this money. He would spend the money, would he not? Absolutely. So how come Bill Belichick isn't doing this whole game? He's a guy who games the system. Mm-hmm. Like, why everybody has so much respect? How come it always comes, Stefan Gilmore, get the fuck out of town, we don't want to pay you. Sure. JC Jackson now, it sounds like, get the fuck out of town, In we don't want to pay you. What do you think it is? Do you think that it's just like, this is how Bill Belichick operates? Why do you think JC Jackson publicly came out and said, obviously they don't care about me. That's, this is a crazy quote. Insane. This, this is an insane quote mm-hmm. to hear from J.C. Jackson. Mr. Interception, absolute lockdown stud for the Patriots in Bill Belichick's defense in which there's no defensive coordinator. Nope. Right. Bill Belichick probably pretty hands on in this particular department. Mm-hmm. I guess I can't be that important to them. They're not showing me. I don't know how this was taken. I, I didn't listen to the full interview, but the fact that this came out of his mouth, very interesting. You would think normally like uh, team three would say these mm-hmm. types of things like what right and Russell. But why does this continue to happen, you think, up there in New England? Connor, salary cap's not real. What no, it's not. Matt has all the money in the world. You got a rookie contract. Sure. Why does this continue
4: to happen? I mean, with JC, you know, we were working on an extension. And when I say we, I mean me, Bill, and all the guys in the Patriots <laughs> sure. front office. Steve. Dur- Dur- <laughs> yeah, Steve, sure, John Mayo. So during the season, they tried to get it done last year. Obviously, it didn't happen. Now, franchise tag starts. On Tuesday, he said to uh, Phil Perry on NBC Sports Boston Like hey uh, You know look They haven't reached out I don't know I guess they don't like me So that is It's really not Out of context That quote uh, As a whole But look Bo Belichick's at West Bumfuck University right now at some pro day for some (laughs) D3 guy you've never heard of. Sorry, you know, our head coach is also our GM. Sorry about it. Sorry Sorry about about it. it. (laughs) Okay, look, he's got multiple jobs. He can't be, you know, concerning himself with a franchise tag networking when, you know, he knows, okay, I got to get that done by March 8th realistically just like Sheet said about how the Patriots really take their time in hiring coaches they really take their time in placing the franchise tag too. JC Jackson's going to get the tag next year when the salary cap goes up $20 million more and Mac Jones is still on that rookie contract then JC will get his big bag. It's
0: awesome to think about though that Bill Belichick's running all this shit so like when other GMs have like hey uh, need you to talk to this guy's agent kind of let them know where we're at or whatever. Bill Belichick like, hey, Matt, Patricia, we got to get in a bus. South Harmon Institute of Technology. Whoa. There's a fucking three technique down there yeah. that yeah. we think we could add to this. Deep, div- let them know we will get. Hey, we'll we'll fucking get to you. Yeah. And then JC's like, oh, you'll get to me, huh? Mm-hmm. Got to travel to South Harmon Institute <laughs> of Technology. Don't like me. What's huh? that all about? It's an interesting dynamic. It's a very, very interesting dynamic. But there's only one Bill Belichick.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And there's, there's going to be multiple people that are going to try to have that type of role. And I think there's obviously some drawbacks. Those types of drawbacks, though, if you haven't won six Super Bowls, it's going to be tough to get past. For all yeah. oh, the players, the agents, yeah. everybody. Like, hey, fuck you, fuck you. That's why whenever everybody comes from the Belichick tree mm-hmm. and they try to do the same thing, it's like, you don't have the resume mm-hmm. okay, to do what this guy did. And in 2022, it's really hard for people to continue to be like, you know what, you're right, you're a fucking asshole, we're losing, I'm going to continue to do this. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. it's hard to continue to do that in the world that we're in. At Tone Digs, you got to be pumped though that the Steelers—they never concern themselves with any of this drama, ain't that right? Never, never. The salary cap thing—you think the Steelers will ever become a team that does that? Because not notoriously known to pay anybody in yeah. Pittsburgh, they, hire from within—they
3: pay guys who have come who they draft. Like they've—they've they've never gone out. Which, by
0: the way, honorable. Yeah, smart. big time. Remember we talked to Chris Ballard. Chris Ballard yeah. said like uh, our guys need to know that when they come here, if you play well. You're going to get paid, Mm -hmm. which is a big thing for recruiting free agents and stuff like that. But the whole manipulating the salary cap, I don't know if the Steelers will ever, ever be a part
3: of it. So for the first time I can remember in my life, they're actually 30 million over the cap. Normally, they're like 30 million under or sorry, they're 30 million under the cap. Normally, they're about 30 million over the cap. They're sitting like where the Packers are right now, normally. So they either have to do stuff like that where they do this, the salary cap gymnastics or they have to let guys go that they can't keep to pay or whatever. But the, So this is the first time ever that they have a chance to actually potentially go out and sign guys because they don't have to do all this where they have to cut guys to get under the cap. So I'm interested to see, like, if will they go out and, like, fix the O-line potentially this offseason? Like, the Browns did a few years ago. They signed three guys who became Pro Bowl. Well, I like. think
0: to my uh, – no, no, that was another place, I guess. Yes. Laramie Tunsil is getting recruited. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: big time. Cincy. Laramie. Cincy was recruiting him, yeah. Well, every or Mike Hilton was.
0: I love that there is – now we're in the realm of people can go anywhere. Yeah. Like Jarvis Landry. Yeah. All of a sudden, in my head, it was like Jarvis Landry next year, definitely a Brown. And then he puts out his tweet. You kind of look in the situation. It's like, oh, the amount of money they could potentially save with him not being there. And they're going to go through the run game. And Jarvis seems to be okay with going elsewhere. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, shit, Jarvis Landry might be on the,
5: Sure. That's I'll a hell of
0: a play. Yeah. Laramie Tunzel on the move. Like, there is, who knows how many other players are going to potentially be like, you know what? Yeah, I think I would like to move. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if any of it will happen, but it feels like we're getting to a closer point of that maybe becoming a reality for around
3: the entire Dirty's working on a uh, free agent graphic out there and completely forgot Stefan Gilmore. Now a free agent since oh, he yeah. just went to the yeah. Let's Panthers. look at the top
0: fifteen free agents and shout out to uh, Dirty for putting this thing together. Look at the binoculars up on the top. You know, oh, watching, oh, watching, like free that. Free agency watch. Yep. Yeah, and this is uh, via Pro Football Focus. Shout out to Chris Collinsworth, Ari Mirov, and the boys over there. Okay. Mm-hmm. My sports update, by the way.
3: Awesome. Hostile. Yeah. Yeah. Nice guy. Weapon. Weapon. Nice guy. Yeah. Very, Very nice guy. Guy. guy.
0: That was the cool thing about Super Bowl week. We got to meet all these people, mm-hmm. and I mean, Ari had helped out. our show immensely with his Mm -hmm. tweets, so we appreciate him. But via Pro Football Focus, the top 15 free agents, Devontae Adams, which a lot of people, after what Aaron said yesterday, I guess the take was... Well, if Aaron's not going back, why would you even tag Devontae then if that's going to be like... Because he's, th- he's really good. He's yeah. fucking like best receiver yeah. <laughs> in the NFL. Oh, Jordan Love. It, not even, whoever is throwing yeah. the football, yeah, right. probably, it's probably better to have the best guy. But they were saying something about saving money. If you're not going to have Aaron, why would you have Devontae? I don't know how that came out of that conversation yesterday because it sounded like Aaron understood that the tag could happen. Neither side wants that to happen. They want the long-term with the voidable years. Almost, Aaron almost described what he thought mm-hmm. that contract would look like with Devontae. And then in turn, somehow, I guess, uh, the, way, the way people can hear the same thing and then just get mm-hmm. completely polar different th- is wild. Insane. I guess that's like human psychology. I don't know how that works. But I, I feel like Devontae... There's no way he leaves.
1: No, there's no way he leaves. I, right? I've always viewed it as if Rodgers is back, Devontae is back, and even if Rodgers were to leave or retire, whatever, I can't, I can't imagine that the Packers wouldn't at least franchise him for one more year. I think it is possible too that like they could franchise him what by the eighth and then work on yes. doing yeah. a, a long term deal like so he might he might get franchise tagged, but I. I'd never once thought going into the offseason, like, oh, there's, you know, Devontae's probably not going to be playing for the Packers because I've just assumed that if Rodgers goes back, he's going to be there too.
0: And we can indicate the, you know, the aggression of the Packers front office whenever they do this Kenny Clark deal where they save an amount of money and they do the avoidable things. It's like, I think the Packers are actually maybe going to do some shit.
1: Yeah, I think it's possible.
0: Which is really cool, by the way, which you would have to say that that probably is because of what happened between – them in Aaron last offseason yeah Yeah, has to be I would assume that that is is why that is the case and then if if they if they are super aggressive and they do everything it's like well then why would Aaron even think about potentially going somewhere you know it's like a very interesting whole like I think we'll look at this later looking back on how this whole thing happened because instead of Peyton or Tom or Matthew, like, what if they do just like, yeah, actually, let's just fix this thing right here, and they continue to go on to have like, act, like, win a Super Bowl or two. It's like that'd be that kind of debunk a lot of theories about people just leaving and have success. Well, about. and I
1: think after seeing what the Rams just did, it's like, okay, but hey, like, guess what? We don't know what's after Rodgers. Like, there's a very good chance that whoever comes here and plays quarterback next isn't going to be as fucking good as this guy is. So we need to maximize. Like, I think a lot of Packers fans. They've won, they've went to the playoffs so many times, won the division so many times. Like, I think you would trade off kind of selling out, going all in right now, winning a Super Bowl and then maybe being mediocre for the next five years. Like, I think that's, that's an equal trade off. All you want to do is win a Super Bowl. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. only thing that matters. Especially when, you. when you've won the division, you know, how many times and went to the NFC championship. It's like, that shit doesn't matter anymore.
0: 31 teams are having a conversation about how, how do we win Super Bowl next year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, it's, that's, that's. So if you don't make the playoffs like Canton happened with the Colts like right. you want a Super Bowl next year nobody gives a fuck. Right. You know mm-hmm. like it does not matter at all. Did the parade happen? Yes. Okay. The other top 15 uh Armstead down there his contract potential sixty million. Godwin, oh Godwin's gone. Yeah, by yeah, 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 Godwin's going to get signed so, uh-huh. Now coming off an injury, which is tough, but I think he played through a bunch of injuries. And everybody has massive amount of respect mm-hmm. for Godwin. I think in the NFL, he's going to get signed somewhere with maybe some people who have money. Come to Indianapolis, sure. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe New England. No, come on, Indian. They don't pay anybody in New England. <laughs> no, don't you? They don't pay anybody don't in New, New We're England. We're going to tag him. Yeah, <laughs> Von Miller. I didn't know he was up. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you come Indy? Come on, Indy, Vaughn. Yeah, L.A. Come L.A. Indy, L.A., come L.A. on. Mm. You saw L.A., dude. No, I you know. know. We also felt L.A. Yeah, before Vaughn Miller, fucking eh? cowboy, dude. That's ain't right. He about just You're the right. weather That's being right. sunny. You're right. Get out of here, dude. And Also, here in Indy, you don't have to worry about just literally stepping over him and pooping right on the street
4: well, right now. That's how you walk with you. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it depends. <laughs> but also, yeah, there's a, there's a lot. Lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There yeah. is a decent there amount. Was, there was. A
3: clear, they cleaned, cleaned the city up the poop. Up. Yeah. It's the winter, so you don't see it as much. Yeah, it's yeah. frozen. Spring, like I guess, the poop's back. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, no. Poop has sprung. Here Especially
0: May, Indy, May. Mm-hmm. Uh, May, oh, everybody. Oh, it's going uh, to get oh, dirty. Oh, my God. Get your boots ready. Yeah, should not let Vaughn in the city until at least July. Right. July,
4: August. And Aaron Donald's going to retire if they let Vaughn go, so they can't.
0: Yeah, and they they've mastered the Who gives a fuck about anything other than trying to win a Super Bowl? We'll pay everybody everything. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Our owner, he owns like seventeen teams. He was two hundred percent overestimated budget for this stadium yeah. we're currently in. That we're sharing with another team. Yeah, don't worry about Spano's family. Just
1: his wife's part of the Walmart family. Yeah. Like, they're going to have money. They're going to be okay.
0: Walmart's still doing it, huh? Oh, oh yeah,
1: crushing. They are. Oh yeah. Oh
3: yeah. They're
0: building up. Walmart's building. I mean...
1: New super center?
0: No. Factory. Storage.
3: Massive factory.
1: Yeah.
0: Warehouse? St- storage is, yeah, out here. Because I thought it was all <laughs> Amazon. I was like, oh, Amazon's doing all this so they can store all their shit so they can get things overnight to everybody, you know, because Indianapolis pretty centrally located to most things. So... <laughs> You know, around Foxy's house, they're just, just
1: big hubs. They're yeah. just building
0: oh. they're just building all For, these stores. The base. Walmart one's the biggest one. That's what well, I thought it was just Amazon. No. But no, no, there's I guess there's I don't know how much we should be giving away, but there's like servers being served oh, no. and all these millions. And then Walmart has the fucking biggest one And It's oh, like, yeah. oh, so Walmart's in this whole game too. What's going on? Unfortunately,
3: in the next like two to three years, Foxy's house is gonna be in the middle of one of these Walmarts, like <laughs> Kanye's house yeah. is in the middle of the stadium. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and if you hang on to it, Foxy, I think you'll be able to get a pretty good <laughs> yeah. bucket. Biggest yeah. yeah. house in the office. Jeez, uh, big time hold situation. So Walmart's still in, anyways. Cronky will fucking pay. They don't. They, hey, an old buddy wearing the shirt. Fuck those picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, awesome. It is awesome. Their PR department's the worst in the NFL, though. Oh mm-hmm.
1: yeah, the Rams. on question. They've What's
3: also it? run out of picks though to trade now.
0: No, no. Dude, there's always more. Yeah, next 20, year, 20, 28. 20,
1: yeah. 29,
3: 2030.
6: Yeah.
0: I think you're only on a five-year margin, I think. Mm-hmm. We, I think we looked into this. So they have zero picks to give up. That's awesome. What a <laughs> Super the, Bowl. A super yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. And you go. next year, by the way, opens a new five-year there window. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be a whole other slot of picks. That's right. Coming up next year. Got to sign Vaughn, though. Those All right. picks are going to stink anyway. Let's just be honest. Well, I don't know. Oh, oh, man, you start looking at stats, which I know uh, stats – you know, stats are always stats. Stats mm-hmm. play on everybody's team. Stats, yeah. Yeah. Stats. stats plays Somehow, stats are on everybody's team, and they're always, like, the finisher. You know, like, yeah, like the fact. They, they, the, yeah, so Brock has the F5 mm-hmm. thing. People have probably seen him do it to a shark. He's done to a lot of humans. People don't sur- survive normally. No, you know what I mean? Never. Uh, Goldberg used to spear, then Jackie. That was, like, his finisher. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson had the big-time right. Feels like in every argument, that big-time right is always a stat. Boom! I got it. And then the other person always figures out how to counter with their finisher. And then it's just stats on both sides. But the stats always say, you know, something that makes a narrative better or a a picture better. And I would like to say I am certainly on the fuck those picks side. So these stats definitely paint my picture better. There is no chance that you are going to hit on every one of your picks. Mm. So the fact that some people hang on to these picks like they are gold, and I get it. I understand that they can be, and you can find a diamond in the rough. Stats say, in this particular case, my stats, that I could find very quickly and easily. Most of these people you draft in the first round, second round, third round are going to fucking bust.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Stats say, the quarterbacks in the first, like, 15, over the last five, six years, or ten years maybe, I think, just absolute bust, 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 Not Is it their fault? Is it the team's fault? Who knows? But if you can get a proven guy, I'm doing that... 10 times out of 10, because they know the league, they know how to do their thing, and it's working out for everybody. But to do so, you got to do a lot of salary cap gymnastics. Especially
1: when they're allowing you to trade picks five years from now, and it's like, hey, there's a good chance in three years, I'm not going to be coaching here anymore. So yeah. fuck those picks even more. Like, am I even going to get to see the end of when those picks what are actually Colts come going up? to
4: do? You know? Nothing. What's your problem? I mean, unless they release Carl, that is at the top of their list. They need to get
1: Russell Wilson. They need to do whatever they there can to get no Russell Sierra Wilson. Sierra
0: is coming to Indianapolis, Indiana. Make yeah.
1: her an offer she can't refuse. All
0: right, there's that house. Have you
1: seen Broad Ripple? It's Hold pretty on.
0: nice. No, have you seen this house? It's half the fucking city. It's oh, all, yeah. It's got yeah. your own <laughs> reservoir. Was it 14 or 17 yeah. million? Or something?
4: Yeah. It's half the city. But that situation feels like the Packers, where it's like, hey, instead of letting these guys go, let's... Keep this in house, fix it, and then let's go on a run. And you're talking go to the Seahawks,
0: yes. Instead of letting Russell, get of let Russell go, it here.
4: yeah. Let's let's figure out what Russ wants. Mm-hmm. Let's abide by what he wants, and then let's see what we can do.
0: Isn't it crazy to think like Doug Peterson and them in Jacksonville are going to have that team believe and they're going to win a Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. And at some point, we will have to talk about the optimism every single team has. But if history shows us anything, like, there's only a couple organizations that really have a shot of winning. They're the ones that are very obviously trying to win right
3: now. I mm-hmm. agree. And then the Bengals fucking ruined that. The Bengals
0: were awesome, weren't they? Yeah, but they, they paid was, a lot of guys,
4: too. Like, last free agency was, like, the first they time they were they had ever few, yeah, going yeah, yeah. after people.
3: But, but, but like, also, see, also. Well, I don't have, have to, to. I don't want to say it. Yeah, of course. But they... They got their quarterback, so like if Trevor Lawrence could be that guy, and then the the Jags sign a bunch of people, who the fuck knows? Yeah, and they say, you know, and
0: what are they going to do with all Urban's guys. So yeah, well, is there a clash of culture there because they're living on the edge? Remember, what if Doug Pearson comes in and says, "I want to be Elite." Yeah, <laughs> and Urban Meyer just dunked on Elite all last year. Yeah. Like we're throwing around this word Elite too much. Mm-hmm. Is what he said. That that organization owns a company that actually they're, has Elite in it. That's right. <laughs> One of his first things was like, elite stinks, we need to be on the edge. Building a culture, changing a culture, so fascinating. But the quickest way to win, I think, is just bring in goddamn guys that win. And if you have an owner that's willing to do that, it's, it's game, set, match. And I guess mm-hmm. that's what we got to talk about for, like, the next month is who's going to spend money. And yeah. yeah.
4: And f- I mean, from what it sounds like in Jacksonville, it shouldn't be that big of a problem. If, you, you know, Urban was getting laughed out of team meeting rooms and oh, people yeah. were just shitting on him, I think Doug comes in, he's just a real dude. They'll probably love him right away.
0: I love it. I can't wait to see what the Jags do. Can't wait to see what the Colts do. Well, it should we'll be talk. interesting. I'm excited, excited to see what the Packers do. Mm-hmm. Excited to see where J.C. Jackson goes because they ain't showing him any love. I'm no. <laughs> Sounds like a Sorry. story as old as time, and New England will somehow always win. Uh, let's pivot a little bit to um, the Basketball Association. Ooh. Okay. This conversation was actually supposed to start a few moments ago, but I guess some maybe some shit yeah. just popped news, off. Yeah, huh? breaking news. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now, the top basketball insider. There is a scoreboard, there are stats. This dude is on top of the game. Yes. The incredibly handsome from the Athletic and Stadium Network, ladies and gentlemen, NBA insider, Sham Sharanya.
5: Hey, baby, Sham-
6: what up, fellas? Hey, What's new up?
0: new backdrop. What's going on, man? New year, new you.
6: I, yeah, i i got the I got the clear backdrop. I know it looked like I was in a in a spaceship or something, like an alien vortex. But I'm I'm out of there now. I'm 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 in the I'm in I'm in the, my natural habitat. Hell yeah. uh, Hell yeah. hey, great to have you
0: back. Let's thank talk you about. Job. You just broke some news, I believe. So thank you for joining us immediately after that, and let's dive right into it. New York City has a plan to phase out the vaccine mandate oh. in the coming weeks. Mayor Eric Adams says. At which point, Brooklyn Nets star Kyrie Irving would be cleared for home games. Spokesperson adds that current rules remain in place. This is via Sham Sharaniya Twitter account, and it's already doing numbers: 1,200, 1,300 retweets, 1,400. Right. Right. I mean, right. he's obviously going. The Sham Sharania, Sham's bombs continue. So this is still a thing. We haven't talked to you in a while. Kyrie Irving not being able to play in New York but playing on the road is still a thing. Obviously, the Nets are a brand new team. We have to dive into that. What are you hearing about this? In a couple weeks, is that good for the timeline of the NBA?
6: It'll be in a few weeks where there is optimism and even the city is now going to work on lifting the mandate. And so there's been optimism. I was just in Cleveland for All-Star Weekend and there was a lot become, of optimism among the league, you know, the NBPA. The, 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 you know, the, the Nets have been optimistic for quite some time now that the mandate would eventually be lifted uh, during the second half of the season. And now Eric Adams today comes out and says that, yes, that is the plan. That is what the city is going to work on over the next few weeks. I think there's eight or nine games, home games left that Kyrie Irving out of the last 23 games of the season that he's going to be eligible to play. Obviously, all those games on the road. But now there is optimism that hopefully before the month of March is out, Kyrie Irving will be able to step foot on the floor at Barclays Center and play home games and then be be eligible to play at home during the playoffs when it matters most. I think that's always been the question. That's the question around the league. The next season – changed when they brought back Kyrie Irving in early January and brought him back into the fold. But this moment that he could be brought back for home games could define their season and could define the way the NBA championship landscape ends up.
0: Okay. Well, thank you for breaking that news. Excited to hear and learn more about that. And you're a basketball insider, not a world insider, but did we beat COVID? Yeah. Is that what that that means?
6: (laughs) I mean, listen, uh, Toronto, Washington, um, what? Uh, Boston, Philadelphia, what? Chicago. What? What? It's been on and on of, of, of just uh, – sorry, I'm getting text messages. But it's been – every single city has been, uh, has been lifting their mandate. In New York what? City, Eric Adams have been the last one standing. And so it was to me only a matter of time before this mandate was lifted and Eric Ad- Adams obviously confirms today that that process is, is underway it's going to be something that's going to take an amount of time this isn't something that's just gonna happen over the next couple of days um, obviously it could and and that's probably gonna be what what would fall in line with what the norms are across the country right now but San Francisco um, you know Boston Philadelphia Washington oh, blah, blah, blah. Toronto uh, MLSC which which uh, oversees the Raptors uh, you know announced that Beginning March 1, they've lifted the vaccine requirement. So I would expect, you know, the month of March is going to be a big moment for the Nets and and for the city of New York.
0: All right. Congrats to all of us, by the way. Congrats to everybody. Congrats, Pat. Congrats. No, congrats to you and everybody. Congrats, Sean. Congrats, Congrats Kyrie. These information shows, we fucking beat them. Mark, man, yes. Woo! Thank you for that. I did not expect that from. You know, NBA insider Sean Sharanya, <laughs> but now that we do it, let's talk about the net. What text are you getting? Is there anything big? Is there any other mandates no being lifted? I'm,
6: I'm checking right now. Let me see. Let me see if I can open this. Text. What if he just breaks uh, news? He
4: does.
0: He just shits in breaks yeah. news.
4: Yeah. I bet it's Rapsheed asking him to get a beer or something. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not
6: hey, yet. Hey, are you just a booze hon, too? But we, we got plenty to talk about, Pat. So
0: okay. All right. It. Let's dive into it. Sorry. Rapshi told us yesterday that basically the way he gets his network and his insiders, he just goes and gets drunk with everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's always drinking. He has a little bit of an addiction issue, I think, to alcohol. But it's gotten him far in his life, <laughs> so he's never gonna stop. Did you
6: guys get him on the record on what drink choice he prefers? Uh, if, if you got we gotta have
0: come on, Pat. He drinks everything. I mean, it was blue margarita as soon as he landed in LA. Oh, right. yep. Then it, like yesterday it was oh, beer, man. live. What? Then he talks about tequila. What? Troy Aikman's eight beer. What? Then he's got Stella or yeah. I what? mean, he literally does not. You know, he's like the white dude in um, I think it's cat uh with, like the
3: oh yeah 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 yep. we're here to get fucked up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: like, like that, I think that is Ian Rapport he's like hey listen we're here to get we're here to get sources yeah. <laughs> who wants a beer tequila vodka whiskey right. what right. who needs it that's kind of what Rapport's doing is that how it is in the association is that what you're doing <laughs> to get all your insider information.
6: Um, I, I can't say that I get I get drunk with my sources. No, so hmm. we, you know, well, maybe I, that's I think step. that's where yeah. I have a lot of respect for yeah. Ian. That's my guy, but I, I that that's where we kind of differ. I don't, I don't, I don't typically go that route. Well,
0: I mean, it's good for your liver, good for your soul. I mean, I guess there's more <laughs> than one way to get your information. Let's talk about the information you had though before everybody else. Ben Simmons, you're in front of this. We were talking to you about Ben Simmons while I think you were the only person with any information about Ben Simmons. He was obviously with the Sixers. Something happened. He didn't like anybody. Nobody liked him. He wasn't practicing he was there mental health wasn't all the way ready to play everybody was thinking it was just a dying situation because Sixers said we're not gonna move him then you reported Harden is actually available for trade from the Nets because he hated I don't know if did he hate Brooklyn or whatever I don't know what how that whole thing happened but then they inevitably trade you break the news that is huge right that, that was big time news in the NBA I thought Harden and Kevin Durant were boys I thought there was no way he would leave I thought nobody wanted Ben
6: Simmons now it seems like everybody's happy is that the case I mean, both teams got exactly what they wanted. Philadelphia has wanted James Harden this, this entire season. That's been their game plan. I actually reported a few weeks even before the trade that Daryl Morey and Philadelphia were going to wait for the offseason. We're going to sit on Ben Simmons until the offseason where they can go and pursue James Harden. But that moment came a lot quicker than they expected, than anyone around the league expected, because uh, James Harden began to check out of Brooklyn. That's, that's just the. the Why? The, what the happened? Fact of the matter. I, I, think, I think there were several things. You know, James Harden came out and said that the inconsistency of Kyrie Irving being available for, for only road games and being a part-time player, I think that was something that he admitted had an impact on the team. So that's maybe one thing. But also even beyond that is the style of play. When James Harden's on the floor, you know he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. There's a, there's a Houston Rockets style of basketball that he likes to play where the ball's going to be in his hand. While there are other people, Steve Nash, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving – uh, other members of that locker room that want a more free-flowing style. And I had I had some sources close to the coaching staff tell me that we have a totally different game plan when James Harden is on the floor than when he's not on the floor. And so that is not a conducive uh, environment to play with. And, and at, at, at the point when James Harden scores four points in Sacramento, sits the next two games um, that the Nets have, there was real belief that he had checked out and so when you have a player of that magnitude that is not there mentally and and wants to move on and clearly you have a trade suitor in Philadelphia and th- and the nets got a great package Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, two first round draft picks that's to me that fills all their needs you know they had a need for a big they wanted Ben Simmons last year uh, before they made the trade for James Harden, they would have willingly taken Ben Simmons. But James Harden gets traded to them, so uh, they get a big man in Andre Drummond. They get a shooter in Seth Curry with Joe Harris on on the fence, and it's unclear whether Joe Harris will be back this season. So uh, for the Nets, that was a trade that they had to make. Both sides had to make it. But Pat, we don't usually in the NBA see blockbusters of this type. These are usually deals that are made for the off season when huh. players, you know, can begin to ask out, can begin to find new homes. Uh, it's very rare when a player of that magnitude asks out in season, gets his wish within, you know, a matter of a couple of weeks. Well,
0: congrats to everybody over here. Yeah, good work everybody. Congrats to everybody, everybody, and Congrats to you on breaking that news. Hey, really, baby that was hey, really baby good, Chomps. Hi, baby Shawms. Hey, Hi, baby Chomps. Hey, uh, let's talk about somebody who needs to ask out. Is Zion just trying not to play for the Pelicans? J.J. Redick, who we have mm-hmm. massive amount of respect for. He is
6: – How's on. the one. J- J.J. does a great job. And, and, you know, I think when he speaks, he speaks from a position of, of people understand he's speaking from a position of having information and having knowledge. And he's not a guy that's just going to be there for the hot take. So I have a lot of respect for JJ.
0: By the way, felt like that's how the entire Internet yeah. Th- yeah. reacted mm-hmm. yesterday when they were like, hey, JJ doesn't just say shit to say shit. And I, by the way, we as people who are fans of his. Agree. So whenever we heard him say this, especially because we asked him about Zion, you know, because they're both Duke guys, he was in New Orleans with them, and I think he—I don't—I don't remember his exact answer, but I didn't feel as if there was any, you know, potential standoffish. I think he was just so distraught and disgusted by the fact that you're the star of this team, they trade in a big-time name to your squad, which C.J. McCollum is, right? That's a big-time. Mm-hmm. That's a big-time yeah. name to your squad, and you don't even reach out. Like he, I feel like J.J. was so disgusted by the lack of professionalism from Zion. That, so that's why he kind of said that entire is that an, a narrative that everybody has and what is going on is he going to play ever again what, what do we ever Man, I love Zion. What is going yeah. on? Is he yeah. dead? Uh,
6: listen, I, I've I've come on the show and I've said that there there's it's always been in the interest of the Pelicans and it should be in the interest of Zion Williamson to try to find a way back on the floor because at the end of the day yeah. they need to find out what this team is. They got C.J. McCollum. That's a guy that should help this team get to the next level. And their goal now is to make the playoffs. And they're right there, even though they haven't had Zion Williamson all year, and they got off to a, a rough, rough start. But Willie Green has turned the turn the ship around, and they're a team that's fighting for a play-in spot. And so it, it only benefits Zion Williamson to get back in the fold here. And even a bigger thing, guys, is he's eligible for a max contract extension in the offseason. I think in somewhere in the neighborhood of $180 million, maybe even more. And so the fact that, Give him you know,
5: yeah, know, is he going to get
6: that off? I mean, I, I think that's career. a very Double viable level. question to ask given <laughs> he hasn't played all season. And so – it's in the Pelicans' interest to see him get back on the floor and to see if he can be a guy that they can, you know, agree and commit all that money to. And so, uh, but I, I haven't gotten any sense that Zion Williamson is going to play this season. and I think that definitely is, is alarming. And, Does and, he not want and, and to? Until, you think, you think you know, he wants pr- to
0: move? You think he wants to move? His, t- his family wants him out of there? What do you think? Like, you think they don't want the max contract in New Orleans, maybe?
6: I, I don't know the answer to that, but listen, I've done the reporting, and I've come on this show, Pat, and, and spoken about it. There's His family has made it clear at different points over his career so far in New Orleans that they prefer, him to see, prefer to see him elsewhere, and that could just be normal day-to-day frustration, and families and people around these players can tend to get frustrated at different points, but that was a consistent theme and a consistent message of last season, and that was the season Zion Williamson was mostly healthy, he did miss time, he had a hand injury. Um, and, and he, he did miss some time, but overall he did make an all-star team. He put up amazing numbers when he's on the floor and him. healthy, he puts up yeah. sick numbers. I mean, he does video game stuff over 60% field goal percent, yeah. 20, I think 27 points, 10 Woo! rebounds a game. Yeah. The guy is a beast no, when he's, he's on not the floor. That guy anymore. The question is, how do you get him back? Yes. on the floor? How do you get him reconditioned? And I think that's something new Orleans is trying to find.
0: So did the Pelicans bring in CJ McCollum to kind of like dispel the rumors that they're not trying to win?
6: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I think they're always trying to win. How oh, were they? How oh, were there. they? How oh, <laughs> were
0: they? Come on!
6: I think that the plan has always been to try to win in New Orleans, but they just haven't. At the end of the day, they haven't been able to put the right pieces together. And last year, Pat, they went out and they tried to get Kyle Lowry. They tried to get Lowry. a top, a top-flight free agent point guard, and it did not happen. And they ended up getting Devonte Graham, who has been a nice fit there. But C.J. McCollum is more along the lines of the type of player that the Pelicans were trying to get last offseason.
0: Okay, well, congrats to the Pelicans. Let's hope Zion gets better. Here we go, yes. Good uh, luck. Last question from me before the boys have some. And Shams, we appreciate you joining us. I know there's always news to be broke. So the fact that you're sitting down with us, we appreciate it. because you always. You're not in your spaceship anymore, but you are always tuned into your phones. Oh, mm, yeah. Um, you know, like the – Seems like there's a reality TV program happening over there in L.A. with the Lakers. You know, it seems like, and I'm just reading from what you guys are reporting. I'm outside looking in. Don't know basketball well enough. All I do know is in high school, I seen LeBron James. His team came and played an all-star team from Pennsylvania. LeBron dunked from the foul line on maybe the best player in Pennsylvania. I think he was a junior or something like that. I've seen it. And this guy has only. It wasn't on you, right? No, no, I'm, I didn't make that. Team. I didn't put, no, 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 I didn't make that. That team was very good at basketball, but he fucking, hiya And it was like, oh, this guy's different. And then he was on, you know, magazines, he had a Hummer, and he's been, he was deemed the king of basketball when he was like 14, 15 years old. And he's only, I think, shown up and really... In an incredible fashion. I think he's made some mistakes, PR-wise. I think everybody has in will whenever you're growing up with everything kind of handed to you. And you don't know, like not handed to you, but the world literally in your palms. But I think he has really lived up to all the expectation that has ever been placed on him somehow, some way. With that being said... It's, this feels awkward in LA, doesn't it? Because now I'm reading reports and tweets and I don't know enough about it. You have to tell me more. Palinka, who's the GM, has the Bus family support and LeBron is openly uh, pitching against Palinka. And now there's a little bit of a separation between. It. And in my eyes, I just assume that wasn't ever going to be possible with LeBron James. Like LeBron James is LeBron James. So whatever ha- he wants kind of happens. That's not how it goes, I guess. And is that kind of what's taking place in LA?
6: Okay, so this has been obviously a disappointing season for the Lakers. I think they're twenty seven and thirty one. They're oh, fighting for a play in spot. This is, yes. this is a team that had pat champ, championship expectations. LeBron championship James is on the
0: team. LeBron James is on Anytime the team.
6: Anytime you have LeBron James on the team, Anthony Davis on the team, Russell Westbrook making forty-seven million dollars on the team. Oh. He was supposed to be he was billed as the third star. You traded Catavius caldwell Pole, Montrez Harold basically got rid of Alex Caruso to bring in this guy, Russell Westbrook. And it, it, it has been a flop so far. And, and I think, you know, what, I, what I'm seeing is just a level of frustration right now. And what we've seen from LeBron James teams in the past, you know, you look at that 2018 Cavs team. That team went to the finals. And they were kind of similar in the halfway point of the season as this Lakers team is. They were struggling. They needed to make mass changes. And when we've seen a LeBron James team struggle, what typically tends to happen is that they, that they rotate players, right? Is they ship guys out, bring new guys in, and put a new, fresh model around LeBron James and a new team uh, around LeBron to just give him a chance to figure it out. Because anytime you have LeBron James on your team, you want to figure it out. So what I'm seeing, and, and obviously, again, he made comments to Jason Lloyd of the athletic um, he, he, that that's that's definitely a level of frustration to me and i spoke to rich paul rich paul told me there is no issues between him and the lakers there's no issues between clutch sports oh, and rob Polinka. Oh, he yeah. told me there's oh, no God. issues between lebron and the lakers God. and so rich is an agent that has made a history of going on the record if he feels a certain way he's not afraid to to hide it and so I, I, you know, for him to say that, and he did go on the record with me today when I spoke to him, and he said there, there's no, there's no friction. There, of course, there is a level of frustration, um, and I think when you talk to other members of 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 the of the Lakers roster, there's definitely uh, frustration. They did not see this season going this way, and so uh, the only move that they really could have made that would have made a difference was trading Russell Westbrook for John Wall, and that would have required draft assets from the Lakers going to Houston. And if you're the Lakers, would you really trade a draft asset for, for a guy that obviously John Wall hasn't played this season? Um, but you know, you kind of just have to live with the bed that you made. Um, and so they made the decision to stand pat. And I I, I personally think that that's a, a wise choice because this team clearly does not have the makings of a championship, uh, roster as of right now. So, um, we'll see what happens, but um you know when i did speak to rich paul he made it clear that there it, it, as he says there there are no issues and you know it, it's 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 just something that that you know they, they're gonna have to deal with
0: yeah that's interesting you know because rich paul seemed to take the high road there when he could have said Far to the rain. <laughs> That was awesome. All I can think of is him and Adele sitting there. No. Yeah. Whenever you were like, "Did you?" When you talked to Rich Paul earlier, I'm like, "Oh, he's probably sitting right next to Adele. Probably, yeah. mm-hmm. probably just sitting right next to the best pipes in the game, yeah. hanging out." And Rich Paul was up there at the goddamn uh, the, uh, oh, yeah, the, the, yeah, uh, the conservatory the, thing the hill. Yeah,
6: thing. yeah. Pat, Pat, but l- 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 let's talk about this though. Like getting Russell Westbrook. This is something that. All, they all wanted, right? LeBron James wanted this. Anthony Davis wanted this. The Lakers. I doubt. Bronovas, Rob Polinka, ownership. They all yeah. wanted Russell Westbrook. And so, you know, if you want to play hindsight 2020 and look at it from, you know, from the point now where you want to second guess it, I mean, I guess they can. And that's what might be what, what's going on. But to me, if this is a decision everyone wanted, it's hard for me to see that you can then, you know, throw, you know. Throw blame on you know. it's, it's What's hard going to blame on with I Russell think, Westbrook? I think everyone. Hey, why I doesn't think, it
0: work? Why doesn't it work with Russell Westbrook? Is he just because he, I've seen him shoot a ball over the backboard? Yeah, I I, I don't follow close enough. But Russell Westbrook, Brody, okay, super yeah. intense, super competitive, freak athlete, gonna go hard every single night, both ends of the floor. Just that's kind of like what the. The conversation around him is right. Mm-hmm. Super
6: competitive, willing to fight. Look, like a guy you want on your team. Dog, hey, dog. Yeah. yeah, he's a football player playing football. Great basketball. competitor. Mm-hmm. I just think, I just think with Russell Westbrook. I mean, clearly the shooting fit hasn't worked out. I think. Yeah, he shot that- it over the backboard. Yeah. What happened?
0: Is he forgot how to play basketball, yeah.
6: or what is it? Like you out there, Pat? No, no, no. Whoa, I, I no, food. no,
0: no. Is, is. You got
6: the stroke. You got the.
0: Stroke? Hey, come on, Sean. You know that. But I'm happy to hear that there isn't any actual beef over there. And this will probably. What, what do you think the future looks like? You're saying that maybe they could turn it around. Let's assume listen, that listen, doesn't happen. I don't.
6: I don't see a scenario where. Personally, right now, I don't see a scenario where LeBron James is bolting the Lakers for the Cavaliers. I I don't see that scenario now. Could he retire one day on a on a one one day contract as a member of the Cavs? Sure. But as of right now. LeBron James, from everything I've been told, his plan is to be a Laker. His plan is to be a Laker uh, for for the foreseeable future and ride this out. But again, Pat, there's going to be a level of frustration. All-Star weekend was in Cleveland. And you know I'm sure LeBron James, Anthony Davis, they've all been shouldering the burden of the season. This season has not gone the way that they expected. The team isn't constructed the way that they all expected it to be constructed. And so uh, what you're seeing now is is the results of it. And when there are expectations, when there's championship aspirations – uh, you know, th- there's going to be a level of blame that falls on everyone. I think you're starting to see that level of blame In uh, LA. fall on these guys. But also, th- they've been without Kendrick Nunn all year, and I'm not trying to hype up Kendrick Nunn, but that's a guy that you give five million dollars to. He's 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 the highest guy that they paid this off because they really didn't have much money available after they made the trade for Russell Westbrook. So they give Kendrick Nunn five million dollars. He's supposed to be their big addition coming off the bench, and he. Um, has yet to play this season.
0: Yeah, but there's no way that the Lakers ever land in a situation where they can ask ask him about Bronny. What's the whole conversation about Bronny then, Sean? Yeah,
4: Sean, is the plan for LeBron just to retire and then, you know, wherever Bronny goes, he'll go? And then maybe, you know, he goes to the Lakers and he comes back? What's the deal with Bronny?
3: Is it a foregone conclusion that Bronny is making the NBA as well?
6: Yeah, is he the first pick in the draft? I mean, draft? Is there, is I mean that- listen, listen, if a team really feels that they can go get LeBron James by drafting Bronny, I mean, maybe <laughs> so. I, m- is that
5: a package deal?
6: Yeah. Let's get him James to Indiana! <laughs> He's coming to Pacers. Pacers are in a spot for a lottery pick all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Pacers yep. trade
4: all their good players. <laughs> we get
6: about to say, I was about to say, I mean, m- imagine, imagine LeBron James and in like Minnesota or like uh, some of these smaller markets that we never envisioned LeBron James playing on. Like that would be that would be pretty interesting, pretty neat to see LeBron James bolt to a team like that. Um, The way I interpreted those comments, though, Pat, is that this is a guy that obviously would love to play with his son. He'd he'd love to play against him, and I think even more he'd love to be in that same locker room. Will it happen? I I don't. You
5: know,
6: we're two years, three years out from that, so it's tough for me to say. You know, it doesn't seem like the high school, the straight high school, the NBA rule is progressing the way everyone thought it would. So, you know, if the, if Bronny has to spend a year in college, that obviously pushes this all back. So, um, I Listen, man, I think we all I, I think he'd love to play with his son. The question is, you know, will, will that happen?
0: Hey. Hey, that was a great as soon as your sentence ended, by the way, we went to a break. It's serious part there. It. Hard out. You did incredible stuff there. Crushed it.
1: Go ahead, Ty. <laughs> Shams, are there any plans to change the NBA All-Star Weekend? The game was pretty sweet, but that Saturday night absolutely fucking stunk and they know it. Uh, are there any plans to change that moving forward or no? Are, are you hearing that they're just blowing smoke up each other's ass and saying it was a great weekend?
6: I haven't heard any plan for them to change anything about All Star Saturday Night. Um, you know, dunk contest. I was there. I was. I, I was in Cleveland. Stunk. Got back didn't on it, morning. Sorry. Stunk. The, the the dunk contest was was uh you know it it, 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 can say stunk it. Stunk. you can say it you can say it. <laughs> it Stop. This did not live up to the hype. But listen, it has Jalen Green, tired. if he makes Bring some of those off, dunks, road. I think we have a different complexion of all this. Well, he I had don't some think sick so, dunks, guys. He didn't make the dunks. <laughs> So missed, we have what we have. I don't know what strength. the league can do. I, I, I really don't think it's about money for these guys because if it was about money, I really think they would have upped it to one million cash prize winner. It's not, I don't think it's about the money. So if it's not the, if it's not about the money, uh, I don't know who's participating because you know the, the ability to, to look bad, to look embarrassed – Pull That's something. something that these guys have to deal with, so and pull uh, something because you're doing super explosive
0: do. stuff. I mean, there's, but I have watched the Bulls warm-up video. Oh, yeah, the Bulls weren't oh, with yeah. like Levine. They
3: got some dunk. I think
0: even oh, yeah. Caruso oh, was yeah. doing like 360 dunks or something like that. And then you watch it. You go to a game, and in warm-ups, you see guys bouncing it off the ground, off the backboard, windmill dunking, and then just jogging back to a line. It's like then you watch the All-Star game and the dunk contest. It's it, like. The
6: it's got to be the nerves because I saw those guys practicing their dunks before the lights came oh, on, before man, the, the time gone. went on. They the, played in on the, the NBA, Sean. They, the they were making all their dunks. They were not missing. So how do you miss dunks when the lights are on? I don't know, man. Might be some pressure there.
1: Bullshit. Stop getting the 11th guy off the bench and yeah, get some stars in there. And Marant.
6: These guys are all boozing up probably. It was an amazing to see John Morant participate. No. Anthony Edwards. But so. those guys – those guys just well, might not just view have. themselves as in-game dunkers.
0: All right. We appreciate you, Shams. You're the best, dude. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Hey, what's the next news break? Probably that New York lifts a mandate today or anything <laughs> else? Who's gonna win uh, who's gonna win?
6: In the few, in, in the next few weeks. I don't know about today. That that would be that would be welcoming news though for the NBA and for uh, Kyrie Irving and the Nets.
0: Oh, so maybe let's hey Mayor, let's go ahead and get hey, that. What roll. do you say? What hey, do you let's say,
5: mayor,
6: mayor?
0: Huh? What do we say? We beat COVID, huh? Come on, Mayor. Listen, <laughs> say well, it was a long, hard fight. Yeah. We're at the point now, though, where, hey, listen, this guy, we beat that thing, lift a mandate, let Tyler play. Who's going to win this whole thing? Who should we be thinking about in here? Who's doing oh, good? Oh, man.
6: I, I, I still think Brooklyn, you know, it, once they get all these guys back, they've, they've got to be the team to beat on paper, but Miami, Milwaukee, Philadelphia. Can Ben Simmons shoot? With Brooklyn. Did Ben learn how to shoot? That we will have to wait the next couple <laughs> no, of weeks to no. see. So uh, I, I, I don't know KD. the answer to that, Pat. He just got passed that. that. Yeah. He he got 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 get the Bingo. Play yeah. defense. He's but listen, on, He's on that him. team, if he plays the Draymond Green role, yeah. you know how, how, how amazing that team will be? They have shooting. Kyrie, Seth Curry, Kevin Durant. They got the shooting. They just need someone that can play defense, distribute the ball. Um, and if to. Ben can bring an can offensive play, game that we haven't seen so far, that team is going to be scary. You know, so those teams in the east, and then Utah, Phoenix, South Golden South State, State I think and those are the, the teams, teams in, uh, in, in the west.
0: All right. Well, we pre- Steph Curry, I heard he's back, huh? Oh, Steph okay. Curry. Oh, yeah, cool. All-star game MVP. Steph Curry, yeah. Steph Curry yeah. all of a yeah, sudden. on my corner. We get moving shoes. Celtics stink. Celtic uh, stick. How oh, with the Bulls? Back. Just like the Bruins stick. That's not for Sean. Shams, we appreciate you, man. Can't <laughs> wait to see right you break more news. Thank you. Keep running up the score, by <laughs> the way, in that Insider game. Oh, Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Sean Shrewal. Yeah, Sean! I need to get back into it. It does carry a little longer than you think it's going to in my particular brain. i got to carry the...
1: Uh, a little bit longer. Wow. Pretty good rolling your R's yeah. there, though. good about it.
4: <clears throat> yeah. It was very cool. We came out of nowhere there, by the way, yeah. with that thing, because wow. Shams
0: told us we'd be COVID, which is fantastic Thank you news. Shams. A lot of people on the internet tell me that is not the case. But what?
1: hey, listen. Hey, per Shams I reporting. Didn't say yeah.
0: Mayor of New York yeah. insider. Yeah, not me. Uh, toxic tables here at Ty Schmidt at Boston Connor. Boston Connor said a lot of things about COVID for a long time that haven't been real, but what we heard was from Sean's. Oh, so that is what we we're talking weird, about. What's that, What dude? do
4: you mean? I saw everything I've said about COVID has been fat.
0: Well, actually, I think there was one time you spoke about COVID. We pushed back a little bit, and you said, I saw it on a meme. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And there were stats on that meme. Okay. That's all
1: you it's kind of the problem. You know, it's kind of... I was going to the- say, it's, I, that's a perfectly reasonable response, yes. and that's an issue.
0: Yeah, that's... <laughs> it. Well, and think about it. Like, whenever we were going through school, We weren't allowed to uh, source Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. Because True. Wikipedia was written True. by people yeah, or whatever. Anybody. Nowadays, so. I assume Wikipedia is okay. Can't be sourcing memes, I assume, in papers nowadays. Ah. Yeah. Can't just screenshot a meme from an account and put it in there. I assume that is the rule in the modern world. That well, I mean, welcome to the modern world, Pat. They should change that rule, I think. Listen, whenever I was trying to bullshit my way through whatever class I did not pay attention to, and they banned Wikipedia, it was like, this is the one-stop shop for all the information I fucking need. Now I can't use this? What is your guys' deal? Is, are We're not trying to learn stuff here. Uh, so I had to basically write everything that I learned from the Wikipedia, and then you do reverse. Yeah, then you go find, find where some bogus article yeah, that sources. Boom, it. Yeah. then you do that. Yeah, very that was good. the game. You had to learn that very quickly. <laughs> but it was like I assume that is now for the memes because of what happened with you. But nonetheless, Tone Digs is here, the COVID cowboy. He beat COVID. Shout out to Tone. Hey, Tone. Another COVID survivor joining us from an attic in Ohio. He's a college football national champion. A Ryder Cup champion. Mm. And if you checked at NFL Throwbacks Instagram or Twitter yesterday, an absolute beast of an NFL football player, Super Bowl champion, all time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, fresh off a ship that went to sea for a cult fundraiser. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron
2: James Hawk. Yeah! Yeah! Hey, you're glowing, dude. What's up? Wow. What's up, man? Hey, who's going to ask John Hamm about his big dong tonight on Hockey Talk? <laughs> Okay, uh, welcome yeah. back, hell AJ. Yeah, Good trying. to have I you. I just saw the preview here while I was waiting to come on. That's awesome. Congrats, guys.
0: Yeah, congrats to That's Hockey Talk. Big special edition of Hockey Talk tonight starting at 8.30 Eastern time. YouTube.com forward slash That's Hockey Talk. There will be some hockey chatter and then the hammer, the hamaconda. John Hamm, noted St. Louis Blues fan, will join the boys of That's Hockey Talk. Nick, let's have a night. Here we huh? go, boys. go now, boys.
3: Pumped up, can't wait to. Uh, wrestle with the hamaconda, you know, get some uh, actual hockey talk out of him. AJ, I promise it will be addressed, but we will spend most of the time a Majority of the time talking about actual hockey and Maybe. not his penis.
0: Well, I mean, who knows where that conversation about the hammer the hammer is going to go. I mean, don't let's not yeah. do bad hosting, you know, him's coming on a great show. No, no,
3: it, it will be addressed. Don't, don't get me wrong,
0: but you don't know where that's going to go. Yeah. I, I mean, could what, eat up 15 20 minutes. Yeah, because exactly. what if he talks about being on the set of whatever that like m- mad, mad, mad Man oh, and then, uh, it well, then there was wind a town, and then, a town yeah. and then there was something to happen? You don't know what's going to happen, so let's not let's not put any restrictions on what this conversation with the hammer is going what to What if he be.
3: accidentally flings it over his shoulder? Like, yeah. oh, exactly. You
0: you know, you never know. I mean, it'll be. Listen,
3: it's not turning into penis talk. It's going to be hockey talk. Okay. okay. Respect. 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 See what Chad has to say about that.
0: That's penis talk. There's going to be a lot of people getting tossed in the sin bin in that comment section. I can already tell tonight. Um, But I'm very pumped for that conversation because he is a noted hockey lover and fan and also an incredibly famous human being. That's great booking by the rupper, baby. Baby yeah. yeah. Uh Absolutely. AJ, welcome back, dude. It's great to see you. How was the ship? How was the cruise? You look fantastic, and it's nice to see you're still alive, pal.
2: Yeah, everything was great. Um, missed you guys. Missed being on the program. I know you guys had Aaron on yesterday. I was able to watch it. I thought it was it was very uh, – it was great, you know, listen to him. You just kind of hear what his brain has been going through, isn't it? Like, you just got off one of those 12-day-old PKs too, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, So well, all right. Let's jump right into it.
2: You knew. So, what do you do? You just dump and puke for twelve days, or how's it work? Well, I think like three days of double, double. You know, attic Uh, and
0: basement. Mm -hmm. I think three days of that, four days of the one end, five days of the other end, and then you refill, and then you go from bottoms up, and then you do the whole thing. I don't listen. People do a lot of things. I've actually asked when we began this show to a lot of uh, professional athletes. I said, "You do any weird shit? Keep your body." You know, and that was like one of my standard questions Mm -hmm. I used to ask because people, the things I would hear people would do to keep their bodies like, right. Like, you know, you hear about the wine baths and mm-hmm. then, like, you hear about, like, you hear about all these off stories like, oh, this guy used to actually drink his urine because, like, it's like, well, Patches patches mm-hmm. did that in Dodge, but I like, no, he did because everything you said, it is very good for you to get it back. Like, there's people that do weird shit to keep their bodies in line. Now, a cleanse like that, I've never heard of PK. Is that something you were very common knowledge of? Did you know what PK was? And do you do that alongside of him? And how long do you think he's been doing that? Because, boy, the internet was captivated by the old
2: puke and poop cleanse i I was not aware of uh of the exact cleanse i guess that he he has done i know he's talked about it before maybe he's mentioned the name to me i never followed up followed up i guess but no i've never done anything nearly as as extreme as that i've done like the whole 24 hours you know fasting with just water for a couple days or just no food no water for a day all that but not in a long long time is that just because you guys want to test your body your discipline is that what that's about what do you think it's about i don't, bored. You get bored, probably. You want to give something a shot. <laughs> All right. That's kind, of, that's, that's kind of like with me when, I, when I've tried it. All right. So listen, and laughed in the back of yesterday's interview with it.
0: I mean, it hasn't yeah. been confirmed. Oh, yeah. hasn't been confirmed without confirmed, a doubt, However, hasn't confirmed. Hasn't confirmed. Hasn't been confirmed. I heard they weren't together. I don't know what's going on. Something. Somebody did ask. Well, kinda. I, I kind of did. did, and he said it was a TV. But she's on TV, right? I mean, yeah. So that oh, been true. A, you know, I thought about this last oh, night. Oh, yeah. I thought about this last night a bit. I was like, oh, so that was his answer because it could have. Anyways, the internet sleuth said that was her laugh. And I've never seen her in anything, but I guess it did sound like her laugh. And it, it immediately got quiet afterwards. I didn't see him hit a mute button. And there was some dishes seemed to be doing in the back or like some pots moving around or something. So, I mean, we don't know the case. But do you think like whenever he was presented with PK, he said, like, yep, immediately whenever he heard about the puking and the pooping the entire time. And he just what, wanted to try it out. And it seems like it gets him in a very good spot mentally. I think it isn't the only type of, like, um, like uh, serenity. There we go. Damn. Serenity Ooh. type thing mm-hmm. or, like, uh, mental yeah. type thing. Has he always been into that, like, type of stuff, you think? Or do you think Shailene potentially brought some into his life and he's loved it? That's why he feels such a connection
2: with her I mean I'm sure she has brought some of that into his life he's always been into you know how he like just how he is he's a unique weird dude he's always (laughs) trying to find like what can what he can do to be better physically and mentally and all that and you see this whole path that he is on love and light gratitude all of this stuff Ringo Starr's old tagline from back in the day so I feel like it's uh this is who, he's, who he is right now. It's what he's doing. But, hey, no matter what, though, he seems pretty damn happy. So, I guess. Oh, he's fucking pumped. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. how he, There's people mad. Okay, like Stephen
0: A. Smith, who, by the way. What? Got nothing but love for him. Love uh-huh. Stephen A. Love it. Stephen A. Brings it. Has been bringing it for a long time. He His, his take on it. We love to see it. – It's like, I don't care. I don't want to hear from him until he makes a decision, okay? I don't, I don't want to hear any – like, I love that take, you know, because it's like, well, I don't want to hear about LeBron and Jordan again until they play. Till they actually play, yeah, you know, like yeah. we could kind of dive into that for all of sports talk if we wanted to. But I think a lot of people thought he was going to announce his decision yesterday. I even kind of thought like, OK, if we're doing this, there has to be oh, some sort of chance. conversation. Like I didn't know what I was going to until, you know, it started unfolding. But everybody, I think, was mad that their expectation was he was going to say exactly what he was doing. But I think he gave a lot of information in that 42 minutes yesterday, like a lot. I think a lot was said yesterday. Everybody was like nothing was said. It was like I disagree. I think we learned. He seems to be very happy with the Packers organization, mm-hmm. much more so than last year. Whenever he went to dinner instead of make, meeting with the coaches, because he had some Buddhist shit to talk about. You're, that happened last year. I don't think that's happening this year with Lafleur. Yes. I mean, and then he's talked like I just feel like he said a lot yesterday. AJ, and, am I am I wrong in thinking that? Was I on too many vitamins while the conversation was happening about the PK mm-hmm. cleanse? Like I think I heard a lot yesterday.
2: Did you not hear the same? I think we definitely heard a lot, but I guess, yeah, what do I say? It's about managing expectations. Like, it's like movies. Don't tell me this movie is the best movie ever because it's probably not going to live up to that. So if people were expecting him to come on and say, yep, this is exactly what I'm doing. This is my plan moving forward next year. Yeah, then you may be a little disappointed to hear Never about said this, that, by what the way. he's doing no, in no, his personal no. life and any
0: kinds he's doing. Never said it. Didn't even say his name. No. Whenever, like, it, you know, the conversation happened. Oh, you didn't? No, not until
1: no. the show Showtime. started. time.
2: Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, who, what do you mean? Who cares? Why, why does it matter? Well, I don't care. You know, like I love I love that take from Stephen A. I yeah. absolutely
0: enjoyed it because a lot of people, you know, why do we talk to Aaron Rodgers? Why do you talk about Aaron? It's the MVP of the fucking biggest league that we cover every single day. The fact that we just so happen to get a chance to chat with him every week. Like mm-hmm. this is a huge story, a huge deal. It feels like AJ. And they make this Kenny Clark move, which, by the way, is breaking news this morning. Gintekunz, who is currently talking in a press conference right now, we will try to keep up with his quotes for the Green Bay Packers. They redid Kenny Clark's contract, adding voidable years at the end to save themselves $10 million off the cap that they're over already in, like $40 million, $30 million or whatever. So they're... They're making that play that all the other GMs that are winning are doing. They're doing the voidable Year signing bonus, kick the can down the road, basically. It feels like the Packers are trying everything they can to keep him around. After talking to him yesterday, feels like that seems like a very viable option. And you've been that way since the beginning, by the way. You actually put like 200, uh, no, it might have been 100,000. Yes. 100,000 yeah. on Super Bowl on the line for that thing.
2: I don't know if I did or not, but I, I would imagine, like we, know, we don't know what he's doing. Like Who knows if he knows what he is going to do, but... If you're a Green Bay Packer fan, you want him back to the Packers. I would imagine what he said yesterday has you feeling a little bit better because of the relationships that he has with those guys in the front office, the moves they're making. Did they officially hire Tom Carmen? Yes, a yeah. he actually
0: talked about that yesterday. He was mm-hmm. like, "I love this guy. I absolutely love.
2: Yeah, that, I, I think that's huge too. He, he loves Tom and what he can do. And actually, when we were in L.A., I'm glad Tom was hired now. Sam, your wife. Uh, Foxy's girl, Reagan, right? Yep, yep. And my wife went to, they, you know, they hiked, they did the whole LA, they hiked up a canyon for two and a half hours, did the whole thing. Yeah. They went to lunch somewhere, they walked into Lafleur and Tom Clemens having a meeting. I don't even know if you, if you know that, why they, we were in LA what? doing Radio Row, and my wife's like, hey. Tom, what are you doing? And then Lafleur and he, she said Lafleur was so confused, like, it was, uh, yeah, so she got to say hi. Laura knows hey, that, Tom, though, right? Yeah, obviously. Knows who? Your wife obviously knows Tom. Yeah, she knows Tom because Tom's wife is one of the biggest interior designers on the planet. Does like Kardashian's houses and gigantic. So my wife's gone out and worked with her for weeks at a time. Oh, and also the football connection,
0: I assume, with the wow. whole thing. So, you're, yeah. so we had inside
2: my I wife. They, I didn't even put it together. I didn't even put it together at the time. But she's like, oh, yeah, I saw Tom. <laughs> wow. in the and yeah. like, what, what if is we would have broke that? What the <laughs> hell? According to our
0: sources, and we just open up uh, Mrs. Hawk, Mrs. McAfee and Reagan are telling us that LaFleur and Tom Clements are currently meeting right now in Los Angeles at a restaurant. That is massive because, you know, Aaron loves this man. Mm -hmm. That would be, that's awesome. So that came together Super Bowl week. So it is with that happening. And then the Kenny Clark signing. And then the way Aaron was talking yesterday about the Packers and Matt LaFleur and his relationship. It just... I don't know. I mean, Colts Colts love that. Hey, we got a team. Yeah. We got a team. You know what I mean, AJ? We got a team down
2: here. Oh, the Colts? Are they? Are the Colts in the mix still? No, they're, no, they're, they're not. Not, no, yeah, not.
0: Yeah, what are you talking they're about? There's, There's a billboard. Dead. There's a billboard. We yeah. want Rodgers.
2: Yeah, so you're in the mix. Let's read All the
3: signs, though.
0: Who put it up? Wasn't me. It was Wade Law. I'd never heard of them, by the way, but they're, they're about law. to be better lawyers than what Flores got, dude. Oh, jeez. Listen, I, we, got, we got Lombardi joining us right now, but I am... Unusually perturbed about something that is happening Ooh. on the internet right now, like le- legitimately, like I don't think I should be this upset about it. But it's kind of, I think they're making. Fl- oh wait, there's some breaking Tom Brady news. Wow, he's back. Zito just uh, came in, in his first post-retirement move. Tom Brady will produce and star in a new road trip movie titled "80 for Brady." The film will also feature Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Mer- Zito. I mean, this who <laughs> Zito zeta i mean who? jane fonda yeah, what in
2: 80 for brady what is it about
0: i don't know i'm pumped about it i'm excited about tom getting in this you know getting into a what? new world
2: it's the gronk route
0: okay this guy's got crypto obviously Giselle, yeah
2: giselle's doing jujitsu now yeah. too that's yeah. oh, cool. yeah.
0: Kicking Sick. people's ass yeah. by the way jujitsu uh and now he's uh acting
1: in a, yeah acting in a why movie. is he driving cross country with sally field
0: because he's, he's making content, dude. Katie yeah. for Brady. Lucrative <laughs> acting, acting career. Should yeah, yeah.
3: have yeah. remade Wild Hogs. Oh. He's
4: gonna crush
0: him. We have Lombardi, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. Damn, Brady's gonna kill. Anyways,
0: that. back to the thing. Flores is a uh, lawyers that are representing him in this whole thing. They need to just.
2: It just. Anyway. Bro, yeah. They. Yeah. Were they on, wait? Were they on camera again? I know we're getting. To, yeah. To so here, here,
0: here's from. Uh, Wigdoor law, okay, mm-hmm. which I assume this person is either a lawyer or covers the law field. In response to the Dolphins calling Brian Flores' assertion of an NDA categorically false, below are screenshots from the draft agreement and payment termination notice. If Brian Flores had signed this, he would have been gagged and unable to talk about his experience in the NFL, okay? So Brian Flores came, uh, he was a uh, real sports, yeah, I, I yeah, think he was on real sports, and he said that the Dolphins uh, wanted him to have a sign an NDA, that's why he's not getting paid his money, and they They had screenshots of it after uh, the Dolphins came out and said, no, that's not the case at all. We did not want him to sign an NDA to give him money. And then they posted the the letter that the Miami uh, Dolphins sent to Brian Flores, which says, we write to provide you notice that in accordance with paragraph 10 of the February 4th, 2019 employment agreement between you and the Miami club, the club is terminating payments of all non-accrued benefits and compensation described uh, in paragraph 3 of the agreement, effective immediately based on your failure to execute the club's separation and release agreement, you are not entitled to receive continuing payments under the agreement. Additionally, so they were basically sending, additionally, pursuant to paragraph 16 of the agreement, you must promptly return any and all work product as described in the agreement and are required to observe all confidentiality obligations set forth in paragraph 14 of the agreement, as well as any other applicable provisions. We have attached a copy of your agreement to this notice to ensure that you are aware of your responsibilities under it. Please feel free to reach out if you have any questions or would like to discuss sincerely. Brandon Shore, Senior Vice President, Football and Business Administration. So they, the the Dolphins basically just sent him a letter saying, hey, you signed this deal February 4th, 2019. In this deal, which I think is pretty standard amongst NFL contracts with coaches, players, and by the way, not just in the NFL, any contract that you sign that is of worth anything, a part of that contract is, hey, if this ends, you cannot bury us. And if you do bury us, this is potential fallout from this entire thing. It's like almost in every single contract. I think in the NFL, players definitely have it. Coaches, I'd assume, have it after this one. In any, I don't know if it's right. I don't think it's right. Hey, listen, I'm just telling you how fucking contracts work like in... In fairy tale world, like truth always comes out. If people get fucked over, that whole thing happens. But in like the real world, there's contracts and stuff that save people's asses. And billionaires have lawyers that go through the contracts to keep the money in their pockets that they think they are owed and to save themselves from situations. They screenshot these paragraphs in this Twitter account. And basically, they say if this ends, you will have, yeah, here it is. Non disparagement. Employee agrees to not make any disparaging or untruthful remarks regarding MDL, which is the Miami Club, or any other release which are could reasonably be interpreted to be of a negative or critical nature, including but not limited to statements of or missions regarding uh, Miami's business practices, professionalism, events in the workplace and or employee separation from employment. Specifically, employees should not engage in any type of communication, electronic, written or verbal with third parties that directly or indirectly disparage an injury, but whatever. So this. Basically, the Miami club was sending this letter to Brian Flores to let him know, hey, you signed a deal already that said you wouldn't do anything. And since you broke all of these things, we're not gonna give you money. But the lawyers for Brian Flores are like, oh, look, they sent this, this is what they were. It was like, no, you fucking idiots. Like that that, that can't, you know what I mean? Like this made me very mad because Flores could potentially change something very good for the NFL. This is an obvious problem, okay? The coaching process to become a head coach in the NFL As a whole big problem could become something. these lawyers doing these interviews and then making dumb comments like this. Like, I just I think it's not good. Like these motherfuckers just need to kind of slide aside because this is just natural contracts. And although in the court of public opinion, you might be able to shape it as a vote. But if this was actually to go to court or to anybody that knows anything about contracts, you're fucked. So it's like I just think that it's all you know what I mean? I'm getting I was unusually perturbed about this whenever I was reading it because it's like, how come nobody's even reading this? Unless the Dolphins are just lying and they just added that as clauses in a contract that he didn't actually sign, he would probably have a written copy of that as well, a hard copy, but it's unbelie- It's just a very interesting situation.
2: Very, very interesting to me. What, were you thinking when they're talking NDA and the Dolphins trying to get him to sign one that they were they brought it to him like this last month, right? Is yes, that you're that's the way they're pitching it. Yeah. Right, is yeah. that this NDA was brought not your not the original contract you signed. Like that always has provisions in there, like you just read. Yeah, exactly. I just feel like, I don't know, joining us now
0: is a man who probably knows a lot more about this than any of us, and it's actually a perfect transition almost. Uh, Former general manager in the NFL, a man who's been a coaching advisor, uh, coaching counsel, uh, general manager, obviously, a scout and assistant coach. He's an author, a speaker, podcast host, a guy who never stops stopping. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Lombardi.
5: Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys.
7: Hey. I, I had the same reaction. I, I think this is a little bit of a misplaced of the chain of evidence. OK, when Brian signed that original contract in February 19th, after the Super Bowl victory against the Los Angeles Rams, oh, yeah. he signed a standard NFL coaching contract that had these NDA clauses attached to them. And that contract was signed by Brian, or, or else he wouldn't have gotten paid. And it was also signed by Commissioner Goodell, like most NFL contracts of employees are signed by, of the coaching. And so that then is being portrayed as the Dolphins put a contract, an NDA in front of him the day they fired him and said, you be a good boy, or else you're, if you're not, we're not going to pay you. And the chain of events and the chain of custody of the evidence is completely misdated. And his lawyers are making it seem like this is wrong. And look, you can argue all you want. And I'm for Brian. I I agree with you on we have to do better on minority hiring. And we have to we have to put that in perspective and handle it. That cause is important. But this chain of evidence is completely wrong. And it's skewed towards towards the towards the, the lawyers when they're trying to take sympathy with people that don't understand actually what goes on behind the scenes in the NFL
5: yeah that's
0: by the way I, I feel like I'm happy to hear that from you because that was my as soon as I read it this morning I was like especially after seeing them on get up and then they were doing interviews all by themselves and then they're on real, I'm like all right like I by the way I thought Brian Flores was, all, like, this is good. This could promote real change. This guy is has pedigree. He has respect from people. He is, you know, taking, the, like, he's doing this. But this just makes it look bad. I think it distracts from the actual thing whenever you do this because it, it looks amateur. It just
7: looks very amateur. But let's, let's move on. Well, it, it tries to make it look like they wanted him to sign something because he knew something that happened during his tenure as a coach. So it made it look like they yeah, were yeah. trying to – to get him to sign that, when in reality, this was what he signed originally. Yes. And that lawyer said, so when he stops paying them, when they stop paying them because of violation of the NDA that's in his coaching contract, they have to send him a letter to inform him of what they're doing.
0: Yeah. And then the lawyers, Flores lawyers, like, oh, we fucking got him. And it's like, No, it's actually the complete opposite. You're actually giving evidence away for the Dolphins' standpoint on why they are actually not paying. It's just a very... I hope change is enacted through this entire thing, but it feels like there is going to be a lot of bullshit distractions like there is in everything. Let's get to football chat with your big brain, Lombardi. Um... Whenever you think about the franchise tag and the free agency period, and now you're seeing the Packers do the, uh with Kenny Clark with voidable years and getting below the salary cap gymnastics. Do you think this is an entire turn of the way teams are going to be run? Do you think that old school way of the salary cap meaning something is going to continue? Or do you think most teams now are going to live with the motto that none of it means anything these days because you can just kick the can
7: down the road? Well, I think the way the revenue streams are coming in, I mean, you know, I just read in Sports Business Journal that the red zone is is up for bid and they're going to make an enormous amount of money. And that's good for the players. It's good for the coaches. So and it's good for the cap. And these numbers are going to increase every single day, which means you can keep kicking the can down the road to a degree. I think what the Rams did this year is important because during the 70s, when George Allen was the head coach of the Washington football team, he coined the phrase the future is now, and he traded away a bunch of draft picks. And then a lot of teams, the Houston Oilers, started trading away draft picks for veteran players. And there was no cap. You could get away with it then. And the Rams have been able to escape that and and get away with it because they've kicked it down the road. So I could see that. I think the Packers are of a mindset, look, we got to go all in we got to go all we got a great great quarterback who's won MVP 2 years in a row like if we owe it to him to go all in and so the Kenny Clark deal i think they'll tag Devonte Adams deal they're trying to do everything in their power to set up their franchise to go all in because what good is if you don't go all in there's moments as a general manager you have to recognize this is the time i've got to make it and and if you don't you won't get that time again the Saints did it. They're paying a price today. The Steelers did it for a while. They're paying a price last year, not so much this year.
2: Lombardi, what about Jordan Love? No one talks about him too much right now. Like, What do you think the Packers' views are on Jordan Love, and what's the plan? Of course, they're all in to try to re-sign Aaron. I'm sure Jordan understands that, but do you think they have a plan for Jordan Love moving forward? j here
7: we go. I think they have to They recognize where Jordan – you've got to believe that everybody in the organization knows where Jordan Love is the player and what they can expect. And so I think they know that they, want, they don't want to be attached to the team that got rid of Aaron Rodgers when he was still his MVP player. I mean, so I think they've got to go all in. And Love can wait. I mean, they got three more years of Love. They can, get, they can pick up his fifth-year option. Wow. So they have three more years. There's no rush. There's no real sense of urgency to do anything with Love other than just sit there and let him try to get better and improve. And I think part of this is more about Rodgers being where he is in his career and how great he is as a player, and this is our moment. This is our moment to really do what the Rams did, and we can't fall short. Okay. So let's talk about another young quarterback
0: in Trey Lance. Whenever you think about Shanahan and Lynch, and obviously Jimmy G is on the trade block, right? It's come out. He's basically said goodbye to 49ers. It's all positive. They're saying that they're going to find a trade partner for Jimmy and move on. It's Trey Lance time.
7: If he fails, they're fired. Is that what happens? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I mean, you know, knowing Kyle as good as he is at finding quarterbacks, I mean, you know, he can find another one. That if Lance doesn't live up to the expectations, I'm sure Kyle will have somebody. It'll be interesting who he signs as the backup quarterback. You know, to Lance, I think that'll sell. That'll tell a lot. And do they draft one this year just to make sure they have an economic value at backup? But I I think they've got to go all in. They 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 can't risk another year of Garoppolo on the team. If they bring Garoppolo back, the players gravitate towards Garoppolo. That's right. You could say whatever you want. I mean, and Grappolo has his moments where he looks really good and he looks really bad. But I think the team believes in Grappolo, so they have to remove him from the team so they can give Lance his fair chance to compete for a starting job, which I think they have to do.
0: Yeah, because the locker room, you know, needs to know. And Jimmy G seems like a guy that everybody loves. I mean Sherman came out and talked about him. Basically every teammate's come out and said, like, there's a reason we all go to bat for him. We love this guy. That's why he'd be a great colt. The guy'd be a yeah. great Indianapolis yeah.
7: Colt. He... I mean, he would he's the opposite of what Wentz kind of is. He's certainly the opposite of what we're seeing behavior out of Kyler Murray. Like his teammates truly love him. Now they're not he's not as good a player as some of these guys, but but when I was there in 14, when he came in, everybody was worried about who would be able to be in a room with Tom Brady and still learn how to compete? I mean, it's a challenging thing. Now, this is, you know, Tom Brady was 36 years old at that time. So he still had, you know, all these Super Bowl titles in, uh, in his resume. And, and Garoppolo never blinked. And he would sit around the table in the, in the meal room. As you know, you could really get a read on your football team from when, who you watch with, who they eat with. And he was endeared himself to every offensive lineman. The team loved him, and that has carried over. And I think that's an important quality a quarterback has to have. I think it's one of the things missing in Kyler Murray.
0: The meal room is always awesome to kind of just see where you're going to sit at. The rookies, whenever they're deciding, I don't want to say it's like – like a scene from like prison but it is it almost is like you know and rookies sometimes will like sit together alone like off by the side and then as the season rolls on kind of get comfortable and moving in it's a fascinating place that is a very sacred place i think in all locker rooms go ahead connor
4: yeah michael why do you think bill belichick hasn't reached out to jc jackson what uh pro day uh at the division three or two school is he currently at and uh do you see them franchise tagging him or uh and then getting? a deal done later on
7: well i think you're assuming they have not i mean look I, I i i mean i'm sure at this point everybody knows what jc jackson wants and so if you're an executive in the league you kind of have an idea if you're the green bay packers you know what devontae adams is asking for right you know what jc jackson if you're the patriots is asking for you're not going to meet that price because you sit there and say look i'll just franchise him for a year and we'll go from there like that's it that, that's where you get to what's the point of engaging when all you're going to do is you're, you can't even you can't even come to a, an agreement that you're in agreement that you want to have a conversation. So it's like you're wasting your time. I'll just franchise him and move on. That's my approach. I think that's what's happening up in New England. I think that's what's happening with Devonte Adams. I mean, they know he wants to make over 20 million a year. What's their answer to that? Well, that's probably six million more, four million more than the next receiver. You know, we'll just franchise you, we'll go on and yeah, look, but,
0: can... but but but, Lombo with the voided year contract thing, a fifteen what is it, seventeen? What is the uh the tag? The tag for a wide receiver? Uh, Sixteen? Wide, wide
4: receiver is higher. I think it's nineteen.
0: Nineteen. so like instead of getting that mandatory on the books for next year, wouldn't it be smarter for Devontae to get one of those
7: four year kick the can down the road almost deals? Don't you yeah. think? I think so, and I think ultimately they'll, they'll probably go to his agent and say, look, we're going to franchise you. Here's the deal we would give you in lieu of that and try to get some sense of it bringing it back to a number. And that's I'm sure that's what the – but there's no sense in doing trying to do a deal now when the league years so far away because nobody's going to say, okay, let's do that. They think they're going to get more money. Yeah, and, and everybody is saying on that conversation, look, my market is – now, you know, nobody's supposed to tamper, but we all know that's not true. But my market is going to be somewhere here, right? Know. You know, my market's going to be somewhere. I'm hearing I'm going to get this. I'm hearing no, nobody's going to ever they all have plausible deniability, but you're negotiating against a ghost so what's the sense of negotiating
0: mr kim i love that one that's one (laughs) of my i gotta go run it by the board you know what i mean i'll go run it by the board i'll come back there's no board i am the board but i'll blame (laughs) i'll blame the board Uh, blame the ghost is definitely a move it's 18 million for the franchise tag by the way so 18 million is the franchise
2: tag for wide receivers go ahead aj and mike i i'm around a lot of browns fans here in ohio and and especially this past week i was around a lot and they all asked me like what are the browns going to be what are they doing and they all had different opinions on what Baker Mayfield is and how the Browns may feel about them. Like, what do you think the Browns are feeling right now with their team, like their whole roster, and like what's Baker going to do and who's going who else may be there in that quarterback room?
7: You know, if I was at the Browns, I would say, look, you know, we know who Baker is. We got to run the right screen. We got to run the right system for him. We know his limitations. He was hurt last year. Had a better year two years ago. But unless we can replace him, why are we getting rid of him? Like, who's better than him that we're going to get right now? It's hard. I mean, Kevin Colbert was saying the same thing about Mason Rudolph, you know, and he's only played in six games. He's like, until we get somebody better and I don't know how I'm going to get somebody better. He's the guy. And so that to me would be the approach I would take with Makerfield. I wouldn't extend them. The worst thing they could do is is extend them on hope and circumstances as opposed to knowing. I would just let pick up the fifth year, you play it out, let's move forward, we'll keep making the team better around you, and when we get to next year, we get to next year and see where you are. But I would also think about drafting a quarterback. I think the Raiders and the Browns last year in the draft should have drafted a quarterback, partly because they knew this problem was coming up, you know, what are they going to do with Derek Carr? I think what they should do with Derek Carr is extend them. Whatever it is, extend them out. So, yeah, so Josh McDaniels has two years to work with Carr to find out what he really has in him to see if he wants to go forward. I think that's the same thing they should do with Mayfield.
0: Uh, Jarvis Landry basically, you know, saying, get me out of here. Does that mean anything? to you, you think, or
7: I do not have any guaranteed money? So you know, naturally, this this is the time where the, this is the season of complaints. I mean, you know, if you have a <laughs> if you have a complaint department, you're very busy this time of the year. The phone's ringing. You know, everybody's complaining. I mean, Kyler Murray's complaining. Everybody's complaining. I I have no guaranteed money. Well, what happened to all the guaranteed money we gave you from the three years before? That doesn't count. Well, no, I'll have any this year. Okay. So I, I think <laughs> you as a general manager, you just got to just block out the noise and say, OK, here's where it is. And be honest with the player. Like you can't lie to the guy. You can't say, oh, Jarvis, I'm going to come do your deal and then not do it. You got to be dead honest. And even if it's conversa- the conversation a little uncomfortable, you got to make it. You got to say, hey, look, Jarvis, you know, you're in the last year. We'll see where this goes next year. Harvest, how's the family? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what are you saying? Hey, look, I mean, this isn't a lemonade stand. We're not just giving out everything to everybody
0: here. <laughs> hey, listen, don't be, hey, if you're at a lemonade stand where they're handing stuff out, you should at least tip. Pretty That's right. Yeah, exactly. You know That's I mean? right.
1: Go ahead, Ty. Michael, I don't know if anyone gives a shit because they stink, but what are the Texans going to do? There's reports coming out now that they're going to get rid of Tunsell and Brandon Cooks, and then the Deshaun Watson stuff is getting pushed back a, a month. Like, what, what are the Texans actually going to do going forward?
7: That's a great question. I mean, you know, obviously they're trying to reduce their cap. Tunsil's been a major disappointment for all they gave up for him and then what they paid him. He hasn't played anywhere near what they hoped he would. So, and Wait, Cooks I'm has sorry. been a guy and Cooks has been a guy that that has been a good player. You know, they had a lot of offers at the deadline to see if they could trade him if they want to hang on to him, but I think one thing by hiring Lovey, at least they know who they're gonna be on defense. They're gonna play Lovey style of defense, one gap scheme, get up the field, play Tampa, play three, play a lot of zones, so they can build a defense around that. Offensively, I think what they gotta analyze is where are they going with Mills? What kind of team do they wanna have around Mills and and not get caught up in, in hey, you know, we're gonna let let's have a two year plan, not have a one year plan. And for me it's been hard to see a plan down in Houston. Because they signed a bunch of guys last offseason, then they got rid of a bunch of those guys they signed. So it kind of was start stop. I think that they needed to was figure out two years. Here's what we're going to do for the next two years.
0: Hey, this is already too much Texans talk, but let's <laughs> let's do a little bit more here. Uh, you know, Casario from uh, yeah, sure. Oh yeah. Hey, he's 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 listen. If it works, it works. Does whatever. He's in on the headset and he's coaching and everything. Did you know that? Did you expect that? Oh, of course, that? I did. Yeah. How do you feel no, about that? No, I didn't that?
7: expect that. I, I'd hate it. I despise it. I think it's completely wrong. I think there is a place oh, for the general manager to to stay in. I think you should never go into the locker room with the, as a GM. I mean, that's the players' domain. That's where they work. That's where they live. That's where they talk. And that's where they make fun of you and you understand it. Right. And so and the same thing with respect to a coach, like you don't want to be in the press, unless the coach wants you there. Now, Nick is really, you know, Nick on Sundays during the Patriot Games, he would be in the box because he was helping Josh McDaniels with personnel groupings and coverages and all those things. But once he became a general manager, once he assumed a different role in leadership, he can't do that anymore. I mean, he can't or else make yourself the head coach. Like, then you become the head coach. Yeah, that's right? like Bill, right? And Bill's the only guy that's ever been able to do it, though. He's the only one. And, and so, like, to me, you've got to be able to remove yourself from there because you're in charge of the program at 30,000 feet, not on game deck. And I think that's really ultimately what he should do. I, I I really have a hard time understanding when you cross back over into that area. Go ahead, Tom Diggs.
3: Uh, Lomba, you talked about Colbert with the Steelers and the Browns, complimenting the quarterbacks that they have now. Um, is there like any of the court, free agent quarterbacks with flaws out there like Jameis, Wentz will be out there, Jimmy G, Mitch, maybe your boy Mitch. Like, do you see any fits between those guys with an organization that's looking to upgrade their quarterback? You know,
7: I could see Jimmy G being interesting to them because I think one thing you got to remember about the Steelers is lot the um, lot, yeah, well, lot A lot of Italians in Pittsburgh. A lot of Irish, a lot of Irish and and they want to get back. I think, you know, when Bruce oh Arians God. got fired, <laughs> Years ago, he he was fired because he didn't run the ball enough based on what the Steeler front office really wanted. I mean, Mike Tomlin told him, hey, you're not going anywhere. And then two weeks later, they had a discussion and and the Steelers wanted to get back to what they believe is the essence of who they are as a football team. I think you're going to see that this year. I think you're going to see them get back to being a run team, not as much in terms of always in shotgun, more play action. And I think Garoppolo fits that description. I think that's what they're going to look for, somebody that can run their style of offense that they want to get back to, which is doesn't mean they're not going to throw the ball. It just means that they're not going to always be in shotgun and get rid of the ball in 1.6 seconds as Ben did in the last couple of years.
0: Jimmy G could do that in Indianapolis, too. That'd be sweet. Yep, that's right. That'd be sweet. He did that in Indianapolis, too, with old Jonathan Taylor. Najee Harris is a guy. Uh, last yeah. question from us, because I know you're very busy, and we appreciate your time, Lombo, every time we get to chat with you. Uh, there's some quotes coming out of Gunta Gunz's press conference, and I think one that I got to see on a tweet from Ari Mirov was fascinating to me. Basically, he said the hiring, yeah, GM Brian Gunta says, bringing Tom Clemens back as the QB's coach is an example of how the team is working with Aaron Rodgers on decisions. That's via Ari Mirov, a pro football focus at My Sports Update. Now, we are hearing from our sources that Lafleur and Tom Clements met in a, 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 a cafe in Los Angeles during Super Bowl week. Our wives actually saw them meet. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Hawk knows him, saw it happen. So we might have had an inside scoop on this and didn't tell anybody. But him coming back, getting hired is them working with Aaron Rodgers. Do you see that being like a, a an olive branch? And how hard do you think it is to kind of let the ego and pride aside and change your ways as an organization?
7: You know, I, I sent an article to you, and I think it's really relevant in this conversation. Roger Martin used to be the head of, head of business at the University of Toronto dean, uh, School. He was the dean, and he wrote a really good column using Aaron Rodgers as the forefront of the column, basically saying really talented people, they want to be included. They want to feel inclusion. They, they want to be asked questions. They want to be, feel like they're part of it. That you Their compensation package isn't as important as feeling like they're included i think brady was the same exact way and so i think finally it's hit the packers that inclusion is important to what aaron Rodgers wants and you could say well Rodgers is just a player he should just play well no he's the mvp two years in a row and we better include him in some of the things we want to do because if he's not going to buy into this then it's only going to be hard. It's like me saying I want to draft player Y and the head coach hates player Y. Well, <laughs> you know, the head coach is never going to play player Y and it's got, you has got to work together. And I think part of that is what Martin wrote in the in the Harvard Business Review uh, article is basically you have to understand that and change how you deal with talented people during this time period in, in, in football and in business.
0: You love that type of shit, huh? That's like your type of thing, that, that
7: type of psychology? It's really, really important. I think it's really important because you look you know the problem is is we see the game through our eyes i grew up in football in the 80s and the 70s that's a completely different game today and the players you're dealing with are completely different and so you better adapt to the players you know you better adapt to you've got this guy who got a huge bonus you better figure out how to how to resonate with them because the way your old methods are no longer the new methods and i think this is perfect rogers is the perfect example of this well, I
0: hope it all works out. We still don't know what he's going to do, much to the chagrin of everybody that was watching yesterday, I guess. <laughs> uh, but I think we learned a lot from our conversation with him yesterday, just like we learn a lot from you every time we chat with you. Thank you so much, Bison. We appreciate you. Appreciate you, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, you look good, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Lombardi. Right? Yeah.
2: AJ. What's up? Harvard Business Review Journal, dude. You ever read it? Fucking is that didn't what think he so? sent you? Huh? He sent you that article from... From there, yeah, and I knew it existed. Yeah, you read it, yeah, and you definitely read that article.
0: I synced. You read the Harvard Business. Yeah, yeah, what talking dead, you're Wait, you talking about? When do you see how bright the photos were and like the headline? It was like uh, oh, yeah. George was really. Cu- I mean, he it said, makes sense though. What he said makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an entire study. And when I said you love that type of shit, to Lombardi, there's that section of people who love the psychology of like why things are everything. And I, I dabble in that as well. I enjoy learning about why people are the way they are. But I, I, I like the fact that. Very intelligent people are spending actual hours and time trying to study the new model of human that is happening in the world that we're in that is much different than it used to be. Like, I enjoy hearing that and learning that, but there's a lot of old school folks that are, you know, I don't think, hey, fuck, I don't care. You know, there's a lot of that. Yeah. There's a lot of that that happens. So the fact that yeah. Gunter kuntz and Mark Murphy and them, like I think being able to, and, and but we don't know what's going on by the scenes. The Tom Clemens hire obviously is taking place and everything like that. And Kenny's redone and there's voidable years. And they brought in Randall Cobb last year. It, that's not an easy thing to put your pride away. And, you're, you know, especially when there's no ownership and you are the, hey, we are the program. You know, you can have that mindset. It's That takes a lot as well, I think. And that should be mentioned and chatted about.
2: I agree. I think it definitely takes a lot for them to to do these, these little things. Or, I mean, not even little things, just to in, include him, And, in, yeah, you're bringing in Tom Clements. You know your quarterback loves that guy and plays well when he is there. But you're right. Like, you do have to kind of set your ego aside too and say, all right, we're doing this. Like, if our quarterback didn't want him, would we have gone out and, and gotten this guy? Maybe. I don't know. He was out of coaching. He's been hanging out. He's, he's been enjoying his life the last couple of years. So What's he doesn't doing? have to coach. He's coming back because he wants to. Tom Clements smoking dope. All right. I don't think so, but I don't know. I, uh, I don't keep a camera oh, on PK. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, Clemens, does he do PK? Does he do uh punch Karma?
2: He's a he's a CFL legend and a Notre Dame legend, Ooh. too. Uh, he probably does do PK. Was he one of the four uh, Bu- Bu- Budai? Buddhists?
0: Buddhists at the dinner? Oh, I don't know. Notre good
2: Dame. Question. Did you know about said Buddhist dinner? I did not know about said Buddhist dinner that he left five guys waiting at his gate for. Yeah. Were you was,
3: pissed? You weren't invited. That
2: was awesome. That was awesome. I was okay. I don't know. I don't know if I would have had a lot to say at that dinner. <laughs> well, a lot, think, of a lot of yeah, listening. Lot of listening. Lot
0: of listening to Buddhist dinners. <laughs> what were you saying about Notre Dame, dude? Okay, not everybody's Catholic. Ago, uh, I mean, back then, depending on how old True. this lad is, I doubt he's Buddhist. I assume there's some Catholics that have evolved. You know, they're Absolutely. they're not evolved. I'm not mentioning it as a good move, but I'm sure there has been some Catholics that have maybe thought at one point, this feels like bullshit, and then try something yeah, else. There's, there's a chance that that has happened. I'm not saying that this, you know, Buddhist Notre Dame quarterback legend, mm-hmm. Clements guy did that, but I'm just saying maybe he was a Buddhist. Also a
3: have- uh, Catholic high school. He's Catholic.
0: Okay, so <laughs> that does stand up <laughs> yeah. and kneel down. To That's your right. point, he was not at the Buddhist yeah, day. No, 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 Rom- Rom- every Sunday.
4: I believe Ram Dass was... Flipping oh, as well. So, you oh, know, you really? were right.
0: Oh, Ram
3: Dass. Mm. I read that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. right? Ram Dass was a part of our yeah.
4: book club.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to, we got to, uh, the next time he comes on, he's going to tell us how he broke his toe. Yeah, That was a promise the he DNA made. I promised it. I, we assume sooner than later he's going to make his decision. Sure. So, what if he comes doing? on, maybe it'll be either after his decision's already made or he makes his decision, which would be very mm-hmm. cool. Um, and also, we got to decide where all the money's going for the uh, reader advocacy group oh, for all yeah. the t shirt sales. So, there's a lot to still check off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when everybody says that we learn nothing, here, say maybe they're right because there's a lot of shit we still have to figure out. <laughs> yeah, that's something we just remembered actually. Some list. Like AJ, lovely
2: you're back, dude. What what happened? Why weren't you here yesterday? Uh, well, we were supposed to get back in the morning. Uh, you know, cruises, things happen. <laughs> I the oh, the ship had to make a had to make a quick jaunt to the Turks and Caicos to drop somebody oh, off. Nice. That was that was ill. So then they flew them back to like Miami area, I guess. So that, that delayed the ship getting back by like six, eight hours. Jesus. So I got in last night instead of yesterday morning. Okay,
0: so ship's supposed to go back to Dock need In, to get person back quicker than what boat can get there because the evolution of travel if you do recall it used to boat everywhere correct. you know across mm-hmm. sea you wanted to go <laughs> europe that okay you're signing up for a seven eight month affair the right. okay, okay you're going you're out there right. but now so they stopped they took a little bit of a detour to get said person on plane to get back quicker
2: yeah i guess so we didn't a lot of people didn't even know it at the time until they started making the announcement like that hey we're going to be delayed getting back but yeah the instead of the last stop going straight back to Florida and, you know, driving for the boat for a day and a half, whatever it is, yeah, they just stop and drop him and do all that, and then he's back and doing all right, I guess, so... That, that, okay, that yeah. right, here
0: we go. Good decision by the cult cruise. Good decision. Yeah. yeah,
3: General Bob was just a little too hungover, and he had to get back. Yeah, did you need IV?
0: Bro, Jesus. he, you and he, okay, and I was watching a little bit throughout the week on Instagram, the Hawk family, the Carpenter family. I feel like this is maybe the only thing I've ever heard of That is where you are trapped amongst boosters of a cult and you are the zoo animals walking around where everybody loves it. Seems like you guys have a great time on this cruise ship every single year. Is that an accurate depiction of the cult cruise you go on?
2: Yeah, this was the fifteenth year that they have done this. So yeah, it's crazy. They love it.
0: You guys love it every single year. That seems like a nightmare for you, for everybody, but instead it's not. How does that happen?
2: No, it's cool because people there, like a lot of them have been on. M- uh, multiple cruises through, so they kind of know the deal and everyone just kind of hangs out. Zeke's there. Zeke, like, they do this auction thing. Like, we did it when you came to our event and we auctioned you off as a horse, you know? Yeah. Where you ride in the horse race at the end. Yeah. Like, Zeke's, I think Zeke sold his horse, like, that he would ride in the thing, sold for, like, 65K, and Zeke just matched it on the spot. Like, okay, cool, here we go. Like, so, that's how they raise damn. a ton of money doing stuff like that.
0: So it's a great time, you're saying, every single year.
2: Yeah, it's like, Look uh, at you know, this. For, it's like spring break for adults, and then we get to tag along.
0: How many O.H.'s? Oh, There's quite a few. Do yeah. you answer all of them, or you leave them ducks on the pond like you do for me, and that's why Ohio State stinks all of a sudden? No, I, answer, I answer a lot of them. A lot, but no, not no. all. So you don't, you go, I.O. Oh, with the claw, like out oh, you know what I <laughs> mean? I.O. Oh, shaka dude. Exactly. I.O., oh, bro, out here at sea.
2: Yeah, look at those water slides, man. We rode all of them multiple times. All the way at the top there? Oh, yeah, it's a long walk. Damn. Speed sled. You and Carpenter race and do push ups up there? <laughs> no, I mean, we, we, we covered a lot of ground Perfect riding those, roller, it, those water slides, it, I should say. Was it great to be back around Bobby Carpenter in the wild, or is this, you know what I mean? Of course, it was awesome. Bobby's four kids were there as well, so our kids got to, to pal around. Like they would, they would not have had, our kids wouldn't have had as good a time if Carpenters were not there. We were very thankful that they were there and they were able to hang out. Thank you, J.R. Thank Bob and Pam.
0: Hockey's happening right now, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Bees are hot. No, they're not. Yeah, we they are. They stink. We're, we're winning stink. without Marchand. Uh, don't even talk. Red Wings are the worst team <laughs> yeah, in the final. league. We're coming for that playoff spot. We're coming for the keys actually. You're not. Actually. Yeah, we're we're not coming, coming for the playoff yeah, spot. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. Hey, you know, how long has Iceman got to be there for you guys Seriously. to continue to this fucking suck? This is the year, all right? We build this year, <laughs> next year, Stanley Cup. Simple.
1: They're not even going no, to the playoffs. Not with the issue. fucking healthy, healthy Jackie Aces in Vegas.
6: I mean, it's basically picture <laughs> Your goal wrap. keeping goalkeeping will kill you in the playoffs no, once again. No, 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 Sorry, no. Todd. Yeah, you no. guys
1: got rid of math. You guys are fucked. No, has a it, Jackie Aces or Stoner might actually put, put the pads on and go in between the pipes. I heard the oh, Avalanche Stoner's have
0: off. a toxicity issue in the locker room. That's why they're oh, going to oh, stink. Oh, 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 yeah. Really? yeah, that's what I heard. The Colorado Avalanche got you know nothing but toxic problems yeah. in the locker room coming from. What happened? A family member of you. Wow. That's what I've heard. So they got no fucking shot. You might as well kill every other team in the league other than the Pittsburgh Penguins. Put them on primetime
3: every single evening. Saturday they're on ABC. Fucking primetime. How you doing? Keep moving. Yeah,
4: The Avs have a problem because the Bruins just wiped the floor with them and the ice. That's because they're locker room. No, no, It was after we beat them when they started yelling at each other.
0: Anyway, Sidney Crosby scored his 500th goal against the Philadelphia Flyers, who are still an NHL team. It surprised me, too.
4: You know? yeah, <laughs> they yeah, they, are, they so are bad. Well, it's an original uh, six. You know, you got to honor
2: those teams. Yeah. So. No, Thank you don't. Well, I saw your guy, though, oh, yeah. uh, Pat. I don't know how I caught it, but I saw Polisic uh, score oh, yeah, a goal. He did. Hey, he's oh, bad. yeah.
0: I just want to let everybody know I'm no longer on the Polisic. He's the greatest player of all time train. What? No, what? longer on it. What do you mean? He's going to have to earn it a little bit more. Yeah, fun.
2: All right. yeah I agree. Gritty? You didn't like the gritty? Yeah, I agree. I it love the gritty. Okay. He looked
0: clean. I mean, it was a great goal. <sighs> Nasty goal. Ben, that thing, side panel. Love what he's doing, but his performance for the U.S. men's national team in the negative 45-degree weather can't happen. Nope. Nah, can't. Hey, listen, I like you scoring goals for Chelsea. Okay, it's good for soccer. It's good for Chelsea. It's good for everything, but we need you scoring when you're representing the red, white, and blue. You, okay? do, it.
3: you b- do it for club and country, my friend. Nope. No.
0: Fuck the club. Do, do it for the country. country. No. Yeah. He shows up all on right? the
3: biggest stage not some Mickey mouse qualification game okay. uh, Mickey Mouse uh, that's the soccer Lombardi pal yeah. and we're gonna win that thing well yeah I mean they're already in he doesn't give a shit about the qualification.
1: they're not well, we kidding. need that fucking guy to play 90 minutes plus too he's coming in and fucking hey I had a great three minute spurt we don't care best player in the world fucking play 90 minutes plus plus. and we're still a team Pulisic
0: I mean listen, oh, yeah. still team Pulisic like but happened, every time I say he's the greatest soccer player on earth and then he goes out and does what he does I have to fucking you know say oh I guess I don't know who soccer. did he struggle
2: did he struggle I don't know you're gonna
3: need him because McKinney got hurt really bad. What? Adam, Adam McKinney got no. hurt. Weston, you piece of shit. Are you <laughs> kidding
1: me? When are we fucking getting DeAndre Edlin back?
3: Yeah. Hey, when is he there. He's there. He's there.
1: Okay.
5: Isn't
3: he hurt?
0: What I heard: the Columbus Crew taking on Barcelona. Barcelona <laughs> yeah. is coming to town. <laughs> what?
4: Stop. Martha, better that. get
0: ready because that's gonna be a dog fight. I'm happy the 2022 season of PMS Live has hit all of our talking points in <laughs> hockey and in soccer mm-hmm. in just the first couple of days. I mean, good for us. Hey, Everybody gosh, thought we had it. it. Yeah. Here wow. we go, boys. Everybody thought we lost our hockey talk and nope. our soccer talk. I don't think so at all. We were able to hit all of the bangers and run it back once again. Good for us. Everybody thought we lost it during Hawaii. We got the hamaconda on that hockey. Talk. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Look at
4: us. Acting. They're- Acting. Huh? Acting. Acting. We're in that world now, too. Baseball's dead forever, you know. Their no, they back. We predicted
0: they're that. Back.
3: They're coming back. They're coming back. Oh, yeah,
0: the, where, right? where are they at right Progress. now? Progress. I don't know. We should call the jet in to take off or whatever. Sh-
3: Jet's been ground for quite some time, sounds like. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, they had meetings, and they said it was a step backwards. No, so the players exactly. in the MLB had a meeting, and they should be, if you know, catchers – and pitchers are supposed to be reporting here pretty soon. I mean, oh, obviously they're already supposed that. to Of course, oh, oh, no. yeah, they're already supposed to be there. Yeah, we knew that. And uh, now they're just saying they're only going backwards in negotiations. It's not good. In MLB, I mean, none of us knew I was still alive. None of us knew anybody that watched. Mm-hmm. None of us really understood how it continued to go. I guess the big markets kept it alive there for long, and the local markets. John Ham's
2: the big baseball fan. Is he? He's a big yeah. hockey Saint, guy. St. Louis guy. guy. Yeah. I know he we, – Well, the Cardinals had a they couple they were, he, they was they were he was in that movie
1: Million Dollar Arm, about yeah, the Pirates getting mm-hmm. the couple guys from oh, India. Was he a scout? Yes. He was. He found them.
2: Yeah.
3: He can just hear it. Hammer's got a good eye. Oh, yeah. i can ask him what was uh, working of sports we should talk about, there's breaking news. Maybe we should have Marty and McGee on because the Daytona 500 beat the NBA All-Star game by 41%.
0: Whoa. <laughs> How about it down here in Daytona? You know what I mean?
2: Did they expect that?
0: Well, I, I assume everybody thinks the fucking Super Bowl and NASCAR is going to do its thing. But I, I, the NBA All-Star Game is, you know, Steph Curry put up like 50 or something like yeah. that. LeBron was showing up with tequila. I yeah. mean, it was all of the stars of the NBA. And these sports, you know, they do their All-Star Game in the middle of the season. And I honestly believe they do it to like tell people, hey, we exist. You know, like, I, like here's all of our stars In one setting, you'll hear interviews, you'll see spectacles, there'll be a bunch of famous people here, there'll be a lot of, it'll be a social media takeover, like, hey, remember football's over, now it's time for the NBA. Hockey did it, you know, like hockey did their three-on-three tourney, all the best players. Somehow Sydney. I mean, they just were
5: terrible at marketing.
0: What happened? I don't know. But hockey's like, hey, we exist. That's kind of what I think Mm -hmm. the All-Star games are when they're in the middle of the season. So I'm not sure the NBA that has done any ratings really ever at all because I think they're a social media um, uh, league. I don't think they expected maybe to beat NASCAR. But 41% is a lot of eyeballs watching people turn left down there in the Super Bowl and NASCAR, AJ. Yeah,
2: it really is. When you say the NBA is more about like social media and clips and stuff, but how does that benefit the commissioner and all of the TV deals and stuff? Do they work that in?
0: So I've, you know, we've thought shop this, brainstorm this. Mm-hmm. They have to have. Do you remember whenever we were um, we were popping up like random sponsors in middle of moments that we thought <laughs> eventually were gonna get clipped? Okay, yeah. we were doing that. That was a, because how do you benefit off a live show that is probably gonna get clipped? I think the way to do it is by popping up ads in the middle of it. And now, granted. We don't have to do that type of shit anymore because shout out to who just popped over the head there. Out. You know what I mean? Like you kind of pick and choose. But I think they have to figure out how they can profit off of their clips because they're a clip league. I mean, that's just how it is. So as things are happening that are gonna get clipped, I think they should have somebody that is out there getting sponsors in that thing live so they can still boom, boom. Because when people rip that and post that, it's like 13 seconds after it happened. So nobody, like ripping it, putting an ad on it, or doing something like that is gonna take so much time. In a moment's already passed. Somebody else already has it out there. So I think in real time, they have to figure out how to get ads or product placement in it. I Personally, that's how I think Business-wise, they would have to do it. With that being said, I don't know shit about fuck. I don't know how they profit off of being a socially dominant, social media dominant league, which they definitely are. I keep up with the NBA via social media. I watch clips. I feel like I've seen James Harden do his thing this year. I've seen Kevin Durant do his thing. I haven't turned on a game once. No. So they're never going to get me as right. I think they just that's the kind of brainstorming I think they should be doing, but I don't think they really worry much at this point.
2: Yeah, probably not. I I mean, it sounds like their commissioner at least seems to be pretty good. The players seem to have a good relationship with him. So, I mean, I don't know because I don't don't know a lot of people that watch a ton of regular season basketball. Yeah, I mean, just the clips. So, how do you profit off the clips? They get ready for, like, the late-round playoffs. I feel like people are always just banking for that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's a whole – and then playoff basketball means something if somebody popular's
2: in it. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, and even yeah. then the first round, it's not like a sport where you know the bottom seed's
2: going to go on a run. Basketball's everybody. not a team game either. They don't mark it as a well, team well, game. Well, like I was well, walking well, through well, the, the locker room yesterday, it said whoever, like it, sh- it says. The two teams, and then it says they're two stars, like right in the main advertising for it. Like the two stars bat on each other before almost they say which teams they play for.
0: Now, I will say the NFL does the same thing. I mean, it was Matty Stafford
2: versus. Yeah, that's true. I mean, quarterbacks a lot of times are are highlighted. But basketball, you know, you can get one dude, whether you're in college or the NBA, and that one dude in college can win you the national championship pretty much. Very true. Let's talk about like the NBA fan bases.
0: The Lakers diehard fan base, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. They like die, they're bigger. The Historic. Lakers fan base, bigger, I think, than Rams and Chargers fan base yeah. in for sure. LA. Definitely. Like, more diehard, more loyal, more in there because of the amount of success. But how many other teams really have that? It's all superstar. Like, I became a Heat fan for a little bit mm-hmm. whenever LeBron went there. I became, you know what I mean, a Cav fan for a little bit. That's kind of their league, superstar driven. That's why I think the clips, they have to figure out how to.
3: I was only thinking, like, Boston is the, like, yeah,
4: but even in like like the Patriots, those cities or at least Boston has like their own alley. Like for the NBA, there are a bunch of cities that only have uh, NBA sure. teams, and like like Portland, Sacramento, Oklahoma City. Uh, yeah, Oklahoma City, like they strictly have. NBA sports fans because that's really the only Memphis. sport that they pro have. Sport, yeah,
0: yeah, pro sports. That's like West Virginia football, you know. It's exactly. No, there's no pro team in uh, in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. So. Alabama, not You're near. Tell you
3: what, their basketball team's not
0: very good. West Virginia, we stink.
4: What?
2: Press Virginia. What?
3: I think I they're they one and nine in their last What? Oh, oh shit! They're not
2: going to be in March
1: men? They're not going dancing. No. They'll be in the NIT though. All
2: right, all right, all right. Enough, oh, let's go. AJ. Okay. Didn't Mis- Michigan won the NIT last year? Is that right? All right, let's talk about it. Juwan no, no, no.
0: Howard smacks dude Ooh. right in the mouth. How do you feel about <laughs> it? I know you saw it on the cruise. I assume you and Bobby Carpenter talked about that. <laughs> oh, 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 Bobby Carpenter. It's like yeah, sometimes you gotta do that. <laughs> now, what was the entire conference? like? That was interesting to me, you know, because it is the head coach, and it's the position. I think is why it has become such a a story. I think in The competitive bubble that exists, I've said this numerous times, people hit each other, people fight each other, people say, like, in in the state of competition, like, I think more things should be, let go. And that's why I think I enjoy the state of competition because it's a mindset, it's a mentality. It's You can have the, hey, I want to beat the hell out of you. It, it's allowed and promoted in there. When it's the coaches, I guess that is why you can't, I mean, it can't happen. It can't happen. But also, I mean, incredible face wash. Yeah, yeah. By, I mean, that was a long yeah. reach through a couple people. Pa! Right on the side of the mouth of that guy, who I, I still don't know who the fuck he is. I guess it's an assistant, assistant
2: coach Assistant, yeah. assistant
0: coach assistant, or whatever. But, I mean, that was an, that was a scene. That was a scene out yeah. there. I don't think I've seen anything like that in some time, I don't think.
2: No, especially how Juwan, like, fought to get through people, to get over there. It, it almost made me, like, when you watch it in slow-mo, was he going to go at first to punch him and then maybe just to grab somebody? Mm. And then he got there and just, like you said, face wash. His hand is gigantic, by the way, <sighs> huge. in a, that reach he has. Obviously, he played in the – NBA for 20 years or something but I don't know if he was like what do, I, I wonder if was that his original target I know the head coach originally he had issues with mm-hmm. but then why did he go after that guy and what made him not throw a punch and look at the slap I don't know I'm curious I don't know I think maybe the little whites all look the
0: same at that time <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean they I didn't know who the fuck it was I, I guard I guess is the head
2: coach yeah Greg guard
1: is the head coach yeah. and uh, I'm glad. Ar- 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 you- I
2: thought they may fire him didn't you? Like, I know a lot of people I was yeah. around thought for guess, sure he was fired. So, he just got extended.
0: They stink. Right. Yes. So, them suspending him the last five games of the season, the rest of the season is the way it was worded, but it was five games. I think it also gives them, like, another year or two. Like, Michigan gives them a chance to be like, well, you know, he didn't finish out the year. tinko didn't go but He's got another – like, I think that is the whole thing. But you're right. I'm happy they didn't fire him either.
1: Like, yeah, but – Don't you think they still? I mean, he has a massive contract. Like, and I assume they could fire him for cause because of that. Uh Oh yeah. Oh, you know. So uh, it's like, hey, one of those
2: contract things. If there's ever cause, I would imagine they could. Put it in play for that. And this it, isn't figure it out. This is the yeah. first time
1: he's like hit somebody, but like there's been a bunch of shit with other Big Ten coaches that uh, he's gotten into since he's been at Michigan.
0: I love so Jawan does not give a fuck about any of those guys. Yeah, coaches. yeah His players
1: it, have to love it.
2: Love it. Did you
0: see them? That was the thing yeah. that I thought what everybody would get pissed off about because when your coach does something, like for instance, our West Virginia team. A lot of people were meeting us at the 50 in warm-ups. Like, a lot, like, for what, because the way our team was, I think because of, like, our, there was a lot of those in warm-ups. You know, there was a lot of that that happened. More so, I think, than in other places. Always throw the helmet on. I'm going to have to get up in here because there is a camera somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not in here, I can't talk to anybody in this locker room ever again. You know, nothing ever came of it. There was always just some, you know, shit talk that took place. It was cool. Like, I enjoyed it. But I couldn't even imagine if Rich Rod would have walked up to the front of that thing. God. They oh. just dropped a the guy. <laughs> been, they would have
2: been you, full more fair game don't you feel like as a player if you see your coach go after somebody like okay cool we're going this is going to be a full-blown like um, yes. Braveheart style brawl right here on the field
0: that's what exactly my thoughts as soon as I saw it I was like oh shit okay so then got there was one guy that started throwing but not everybody there's a lot of people that broke it up I was almost like impressed by the professionalism mm. I was like hey where'd to go because that seemed like a green light you know what I mean yeah. it like, yeah. felt like that was almost like I could
2: have turned super nasty real quick real quick yeah, yeah.
0: but you know I, I, the way it was handled that's in competition though, I think there is, it can't be judged as it's judged in real life. You know, like I, I just don't think it can, because the in the other shit that Juwan gets into, like the state of mind that people have to get into and the competitive uh like stamina you have to have to get to those positions, I just I feel like and that's not me giving an excuse for it. But it is like, hey, there's a lot of fucking emotions whenever you're, there's a lot of, you know, competition. You're trying to beat somebody. And in sports, you actually see a scoreboard. You actually see everything go on. Where in business, it's kind of talked about behind the scenes. And the uber competitive people that are up in the executive levels, they don't really get a chance to see their opponents on a day-to-day. Whenever you get. So I just think, like, there is a different view when you're in the competitive world. But if a coach smacks somebody, I was very surprised that it did not turn into a full fucking, here we go. Yeah.
2: Can't wait till those two teams face off again. We see what the handshake look like looks like after the Bro, game.
0: Might not. Bro, Rich Rod fucking going up here. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, because Rich is. I mean, the guy would he'd be on a stepper for like four hours in the morning. I think just like so mad. I don't know what he was mad about, but he was, his calves were huge, you know, and he was like super intense all the time. If he I couldn't even imagine if he would have I think him and Fridge, Ralph Frejan. At Maryland, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I think they had a little something where I I, I believe there was like uh, almost something after the game. And I do remember our entire team like, like, all right, are we going here? Like this is this is pretty awesome. Because that is I don't know, I'm surprised it didn't end up that way. It's basketball though. Football, basketball, a little bit different. I, there's you know what I mean? I, it's a little different mentality, I
4: guess. Yeah, it's for both sides though. Like if if your coach were to get hit, then it's the oh, exact yeah. same oh. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. So this your
2: coach gets hit. By let's say, think of your coach, like Rich Rod got hit by their head coach. You're gonna spear that head coach oh, like yeah. instantly and take out the whole staff.
0: By the way, even if you didn't love Rich Rod, like, yeah. even if yes. you, you didn't love Rich Rod, like, Rich Rod was not a player's coach, like, he was not a player's coach, but if R- R- if <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was not, he hey, he wins games, so he, he oh, wins yeah. games, and I hope he does well at uh Jacksonville, Jacksonville State. State. He's at yeah. Jacksonville State, he's getting a gig. He, by the way, he'll be.
1: Yeah. Clive. back in the yeah. SEC before no time. Yeah, Rich
0: Rodriguez <laughs> is going to be giving speeches about, you know, a lot of motherfuckers thought I was going, you <laughs> know, like that whole. He'll be back. But I if somebody was to hit him, I think our entire team would have been like, all right, so I guess – yeah, that's why that is such a big time conversation piece because if it happens again, it's probably going to end up much worse than this one in particular
4: did. Well, and then, do you see what happened to the head coach at UConn last night? Oh. He got a technical foul, and then uh, right after it or a few minutes later, he started pumping the crowd up and they gave him another tech and kicked him out of the game.
0: College basketball is awesome. I, I did not know this was happening yeah, in college basketball. It was
4: great.
2: Just for one of these, and they booted him. The crowd got rolling, too. He oh, got a. Yeah, not yeah. Like LeFleur trying to pump up Lambeau. Like they got juiced <laughs> right away. I didn't hear Aaron say anything about
0: LeFleur telling Lambeau. Bo. Yeah, come on, come on, guys, make some noise, dude. <laughs> All right, come on, guys. Is that how he sounds? I think so. That's in a moment, what, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, like in his head, I think you know. Come, mm-hmm. on, it's guys. come, on, come on, guys, fucking go. Come on, come noise, up. Up. Start down, please. <laughs> come on, get some money down, dude. <laughs> yeah,
1: Let's get
0: him off the field. He's so cool looking, man. He is. Not even with those perfect eyebrows. Oh yeah. Uh-huh.
1: When it's cold, he wears that black Fit. Packers vest.
0: Yeah, and then. Telling a crowd that you know and we're together. Fucking mm-hmm. get up, come on! Come on. We don't have a job here. <laughs> <laughs> takes all of us. We are assholes. <laughs> Let's get <an laughs> Owen in New Orleans. What's going
1: on, Owen? Hey boys, how we doing? Game Good morning. Good start Owen. Good start. Go hey, I just want to talk about how uh, Zion Williamson. Uh,
6: he came out with the season ticket holders that were new for next year. They listed a bunch of names, talking about Willie Green. What? Talking about big boys Alex what? Talking about BI. Talking about uh, new CJ McCollum
0: as the team. What? The guy they didn't talk about, Zion Williamson. Is Zion out of New Orleans? Not on the season ticket thing.
5: Wow. That's not good.
0: That's not good. He's your superstar. He was actually painted on a, a wall whenever we went down. Oh yeah. yeah. And he wasn't even like he hadn't even started a game yet. So there was these visions I think of the city. Of Zion being the guy, but the Pelicans, I felt like they were very hesitant this entire time to make him like the guy. He remember wasn't even announced last whenever they were put on national television strictly because he was playing, and that is where my entire relationship with them started and ended. But I guess behind the scenes, it's just, I don't like it. AJ Zion's never going to play basketball.
2: I mean, when he has played, he has looked very good. Right? Oh, he just has yes. only played a few games. And then, and then.
0: Does anybody ever talk to Zion and just, well, I guess not. But
2: like, Sounds like he's not talking to me. He, oh, yeah. is there any well, they way, say he's like aloof, like he's not really engaged or what?
0: Detached. I don't know. What that, a detached teammate is how J.J. Redick spoke about it.
2: Just kind of doing his own thing.
0: Yeah, J.J., mm-hmm. by the way, that clip on first take yesterday of J.J., whenever he heard that Zion hadn't reached out to C.J. McCollum, who got traded to New Orleans, I think J.J., who, you know, Duke guy, former teammate of Zion Williamson's down there in New Orleans, was so pissed. That that like hey a yeah. guy comes to your fucking team you send him a text saying hey welcome to the squad like that's just human he said that's just like being a human so whenever JJ said that I think the entire world reacted and now almost the narrative about the Zion situation I think is kind of
2: yeah it's turning it's, it's kind of turning I think mm-hmm. you know what I mean I think it's, he's gonna have to talk he's gonna have to come out and talk I think if he wants to change that a little bit
0: I think so and I never feel I hate like the media people are like whose person better answer for themselves you know what I mean like being that but it does seem like now would be a good time for. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a state of Zion to give a, uh, either some sort of,
2: you know, like, hey. Or like a highlight. Or just put out like a little, like, 60 second uh, highlight film of working out. That's all you gotta do. No, not just working out. Maybe like highlights of
0: back whenever he was 14 years old. Yeah. In South Carolina, Kakalaka, dunking on little white kids. And then do like an entire highlight of like him retooling, reshaping, reworking out. He can't wait for his return. It'd be like, okay, this guy still wants to play basketball. Likes basketball because that's kind of what the narrative is now that he doesn't even want to play really and he doesn't want to be a part of the team. Like that's a bad narrative to have.
1: Well, and like Sham said, I mean, you hear about like the family and like his inner circle. Like we really don't hear much from him. So like, how, is he even pulling the strings? He's probably got a lot of people in his ear right now telling him like, "Hey, this is what you need to do." And and he's still super young, so there's a chance that he's kind of just like, "All right, well, yeah, whatever." One hundred eighty million dollars is a lot of money. I don't think they're going to give that to him. It's a lot of money. You a lot can't. of Doritos and Mountain Dew. Well, yeah, we're right. worried about right. spending 130
2: worried, on, you know, $130 uh, $1. right. is it Mountain Dew sponsorship? I right. more go, worried about him let's, buying let's, franchises.
0: Um, let's go through <laughs> what Gunter Koontz has been talking about today. Speaking of money, I don't know if Zion's going to get $180 million, but Gunter Koontz did talk at a press conference today about the future of the program. Gunter Koontz on restructuring Kenny Clark to free up cap space. We touched Kenny's contract and there will be much more that we touch along the way. This is via Match Schneidman, insider and reporter of the Green Bay Packers. Schneidman, you know, always follows along. Oh, know, yeah. Always, uh, he's always Locking. got the goods. Gunther Kuntz, though, is basically saying, yeah, we're going to be restructuring a lot of people's contracts to get us under the cap. But with the voidable years thing they did with Kenny Clark, I think this is good news for the Green Bay Packers and fans of the Green Bay Packers, AJ.
2: I think it's great news, yeah. And if they do, let's say Aaron goes back there and they give him another contract. <laughs> That'll free up some space this year, won't it? Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. Was that your takeaway from the conversation yesterday? You th- you've you thought he was going to the Packers since the beginning
0: of everything, even last year when he was jumping into waterfalls and everything. You listened yesterday and you were like, yep,
2: I, I still stand by that. Yeah, I I watched it a little bit before I came on the show today. I watched the whole thing that you had with him yesterday. Yeah, I absolutely stand by what I've said the whole time. He's going back to Green Bay. And with Gunther Kuhn's mentioning working with Rodgers
0: and restructuring the contracts, it feels like they're going to go ahead and make some moves. So maybe the, the relationship between Aaron... In the front office, which he spoke well. It Remember, the first guy he thanked after yeah. – uh, shout out after winning the MVP. Now they're making plays. They're going all in. We could look back on this, the offseason of Hawaii and Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and the uh, accumulation of information on mm-hmm. draft day that dropped, and that could be a real pivotal part of the
1: entire Packers if they go and win a Super Bowl. Yeah, for sure. You alluded to it yesterday. I mean, last year at this time, I think – I, I think a lot of Packers fans probably thought that things would end up getting worked out, but it would be like a last dance, you know, like we saw with Jordan and Jerry Krause, how these oh, guys yeah. fucking hated each other, and it was very apparent. But th- today, like, that is clearly not the case. And it kind of does seem that Goons Goons realizes, like, hey, we do need to involve Aaron Moore, and he's kind of doing everything that he's asked him to do.
0: And how about Aaron describing the conversation he had with Gunter Koontz or whatever early in the season as being when he and Brett Favre shook hands in yeah. 2009, maybe? Or 15, what, I 2015, think. 2015, whatever year it was. That was a big thing, right? Because wasn't that moment like very, Huge, big, huge, yeah. And comparing that situation to the Favre situation, feeling like you're on the outside, but maybe coming back around. I think a lot of things were said yesterday. If you just listen to the guy that came out of a fucking 12 day cleanse out the attic and the basement, which when none of us, I don't think, will ever sign up for, but no, he's back to back MVP and we are not either. So, he, yeah. you know, he can do whatever the hell he wants. There's some other statements coming up from the press conference. Matt Schneidman is reporting that Brian Gunzkun says he doesn't like using a franchise okay. tag and wants to expend, extend Devontae Adams. The situation is obviously still in flux. Is there a chance the Packers let Adams walk in free agency? Yeah, possibly. There's a lot of things to Whoa. be determined there. Gunzkun is not going to give away any leverage right now. Obviously, that is something that uh, he would be very dumb to do. But him saying he wants to work out a long-term contract, a lot of people think that depends upon what happens with Aaron Rodgers. He's the best wide receiver in football in a lot of people's minds. He's up for some money. He's due for some money. And if you get him a long-term deal, you can kick the can down the road so he doesn't hit your salary cap as much, which is why I believe he would rather sign him to an extension as opposed to a, a franchise tag, which is $18 million next year. And they do not have a lot of money right now at the current time in the salary cap, AJ.
2: Yeah, they don't. And also, going back to what we were talking about earlier, so they they hire Tom Clements. What if Aaron doesn't go back to Green Bay and Tom's like, all right, cool, I was just hanging out in LA for the last couple years, enjoying my life. I moved back to Green Bay, and now you're not here. Like, don't you think Tom would be upset? Yeah, I think what if I would Tom assume so. Yeah, yeah, what if Tom
0: just retired? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I was kidding. Is that a sign? What if we see that hey, Tom Clements has resigned from the Packers? We see that like two days from now. Oh, oh no, oh, Eric's oh, not going Oh no. Sorry about it. <laughs> put that
1: out there, you son of a bitch. Yeah, it feels like
4: he's going back no matter
0: what. Uh we have it more, Zito says from Match Diamond. This was the biggest takeaway to me. Rogers doesn't tell them to hire Clements and then throw deuces out, you wouldn't think. Brian Gundekunz asked about the Packers hiring Tom Clements. At QB, Coach says it's an example of how Aaron Rodgers has been involved in conversations about things that affect his job. So, yes, Rodgers was a part of the decision to hire Clements. I believe Ari Mirov hinted at that earlier, and Schneidman is following up with all of what you just basically said there. That'd be quite an interesting situation. (laughs) That'd be quite an interesting situation to do, but there's 17 years of shit, potentially. Yeah, How many years?
1: Seventeen, yeah. This will be the eighteenth, I believe.
2: It's crazy. That he, you know, and hopefully Ty wait, what did Ty tell him? Ty, you say you're gonna nosedive off your, the roof yeah. if Swan he doesn't dive. go
1: back? Swan, Swan dive, potentially. No pressure though.
2: Jason. Oh he can't have that on his conscience. Nice. Especially, oh, with, especially with where he's at his, his you know, mind space and love and light. Like he doesn't want that on his no. on his head. Like yeah, you know, it, like Ty killed himself. There's a lot of this to Ty all year. Yeah. And Ty wouldn't be the only one. Well, I think that's what Aaron knew
0: whenever he heard that. He mm-hmm. said, how about him coming to the realization, probably during uh, one of the, like, you know, one of those situations in the PK situation? Um where it's like, do you use the bathtub, I guess? Is that what they just had buckets around?
1: No, yeah, a garbage can down there, hold it, and then you just know that like you're going to be butt-pissing too, so you yeah. can't get too far <laughs> forward, you know, because otherwise you're going to have quite the cleanup on your yeah,
0: hands. Yeah, I understand. I've, I've had food poisoning before, and, oh, uh, yeah. you know, I've yeah. had to experience. Oh, yeah, you the know. Yeah, I've had to do it once or twice, but I just uh, uh, shower. You know, you go in, in to shower when you have to. It's, it's mostly been in, like, hotels when I'm away. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to sign up for that, I assume they have an entire kit and Boodle oh room. yeah, so definitely. I, I assume there's a poop and puke room, probably, and there's probably a just a, a poop or you you just know, so it, many bidets, so
1: many bidets,
0: so many bidets. Yeah, because you
3: you're gonna get some rubbish if you're using. The toilet well, you
1: can't time. be wiping your butthole; would be so chapped yeah. that you have Rout to be using a bidet to you know clean yourself up.
0: And I'll assume at the level in which he's doing the PK, he at this point. He probably just has random bidets shooting out of the house. That's why he might have got the house in, in California. Oh, uh, yeah. So Natural can,
1: water source. Yeah, you
0: know how those fountains in front of that uh, casino in the Vegas? The yep. Bump, 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 yeah. That's actually what the living room's like in uh, the PK house. Yeah. So you just kind of do your thing and then you just pop up one of the fountains. Yep, yeah, you yeah. wash I've your mouth out it. as well. Yeah, exactly. Ah, right? yeah yep. exactly. Right.
4: Listerine everywhere. Yeah,
0: like, yes. Mm-hmm. So the whole the floor is actually a bidet.
3: Yeah, kind there of like you know. a bathhouse, probably. Boom. I
2: mean, it's pretty
3: gross. And you can just lay in the funeral <laughs> position. Really.
2: If that's the case. It's pretty cool, though, it's your also. Friend, dude. Yeah, it's, it's what's going on, dude. We had to break it to you. That's just what the hey, I, I told you I've never done the old PK. So uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe someday. I never say never.
0: At what day, what day do you think, at which fountain stop, do you think it, like, because he said there was a moment of realization of the ricochet shots that people in his life took, you know, this year because of everything. That was probably a pretty big moment in that entire PK thing I was its it seemed like when he was talking about it he was like, man, I didn't even realize like everything everybody had to go through that was I don't know when it happened, but I assume that was a pretty real feeling from Aaron in the entire PK process.
2: yeah it seems like he's definitely like he's he's thinking things through like every every angle possible I guess he's got time right now the season's over to kind of digest it and see. He he's, he mentioned multiple times with you like man what a what a year didn't he say that like so much happened over these last what eight ten months it's crazy
0: yeah and he's hoping for a quieter year in the future mm-hmm. which would make mm-hmm. a lot of Good sense <laughs> hopefully but also and I said this to him yesterday and he he did apologize to us which was very nice yeah, yeah, was, yeah, he did because I did go to a few wars you know along yeah the, in, in the foxhole all In season. different countries you know what <laughs> I mean I was yeah. I was in different. Different country. He did apologize, which is very nice uh, of him, obviously. Yeah. We appreciate that. But him coming out in incredible gratitude and being said, oh, it's a cryptic message, and like everything he does, people basically are going to bury him for. And I, I, I like the fact that he's almost at the point of, like, yeah, that's just what my life is now. Like, that is just what it is. I don't think he ever wanted to be the person that he ended up having, not having to be, but being this year about the vaccination, non-vaccination thing. But then when he got in there, I think he said yesterday that he wanted to fight for what he, how he felt. And it kind of got all wrapped up in that. It was a wild year, and he still won the MVP. And that is something, and he talked about compartmentalizing and how at home being awesome helped him at work while everything else seemed to be going to, you know, absolute hell. It seemed like, because I was in those, he, he was... Oh yeah, I mean it was loud yeah. for a long time. Mm-hmm. But everybody's saying, "Well, he's a drama queen. He wanted that." It was like I don't think he. I was still standing by the fact that I don't think he wanted to. That's why the immunized thing even happened because he didn't want to have to fucking become the face of that. But some people are just never going to believe that. I don't think
2: with him. No, they won't. And, and whatever, that's fine. Everyone can have their opinion. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't think he wanted to be the face of this and face the NFL for. Whatever's going on with COVID and what he his whole plan was and everything he did, but he he realized, hey, I'm in the middle of it, so he's going to fight. Yeah, and then he does PK cleanse, yep. mm-hmm. hits a couple of those fountains.
0: Well,
4: and you got to think that next year will be quieter just because of what the NBA is doing and what Shams told us earlier. What? Well, we beat. What? But we ended up beating COVID today.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, the whoa, NFL
3: whoa. beat COVID a long time ago, remember? Yeah. yeah. The Super
0: Bowl was in L.A. Nobody's wearing any masks. Uh, well, no lunch.
3: players tested positive for the last, like, six weeks. That's so. right. Well, That's because everybody's taking care of themselves so much. Exactly. Bingo. Trent right. right. Dilfer also had that spray.
1: Well, that was a long time ago. That was ago. before Omnicron, no? Yeah, everyone. Oh, yeah.
3: the spray didn't work on Omnicron. Well, or
1: Delta, I don't think, right? Remember oh, yeah, that? you're the spray right. Yeah. That was on 1-9. Nine, yeah.
0: one niner was a fucking beast. Bro, oh, gee. Yeah. Bro. One Niner. Big son of a bitch. Bro, shut the world down. First one off the bus. First one off the bus. Mm -hmm. And they were a wreck. One Niner was a wrecking crew. Yeah, thankfully. Then Delta came around. Sure. Mm -hmm. And then Omicron. Mm -hmm. And then allegedly, you know... People are telling us on the internet that every time we celebrate COVID being done, a new variant comes literally the next like within the next week. <laughs> yeah. And today was the first time we've celebrated COVID being over for like good two, three months. At yeah. least. So hopefully that trend doesn't continue because it does feel like we may maybe be
3: COVID. If we know anything about the next one, it's gonna be weak as shit, dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the case. All right. Listen. I feel like Kevin's gonna be in our life forever. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My kids had to be tested twice before we got on the boat, and once before we got off the boat. That's because actually What happens if you poles. test positive there? Yeah, <laughs> once right, us, we, we all asked that. Would right. you say that Axel took a dump in the pool? Quarantine. No, he's like
4: licking like street signs and shit when he was. Yeah, he did that. Down. Yeah,
2: handrails, everything, carpet. He'll lick anything. Exactly. exactly. He doesn't care. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like so, Toss I wondered. T- okay, t- so t- if one of my kids tests positive the day before we got off the ship, which the kids got tested. What happens
3: then? Uh, I'm pretty sure your whole entire floor gets locked down probably. Well, cool,
0: not only that, you're probably stuck there too. You can't go yeah. back for a while, oh. and then you hop in your eighteen wheel truck and you drive somewhere. You know what I mean? Ooh, and that's right. yeah. you that's- a couple months ago there was a whole <laughs> outbreak on a cruise ship where they had to stay in the water until everyone passed it. Well, that's I
2: that happened early on too. Yeah. They weren't letting ships come into port. Yeah, yeah
0: I don't know enough about uh, the Canadian situation, but I believe that testing to get back in on the roads and having to go is the reason why the truckers Im- initially got pissed off, right?
1: That would make sense.
0: Having to produce a negative test that to get sense. back in to do the whole thing. That's why they initially got pissed off. Imagine if Hawk is stuck on a cruise ship for 12 days. Cause oh, he- my oh, God.
2: So many oh! people are dead. <laughs> it
0: would have been
3: so awesome. <laughs> Imagine
2: Tiny, if, tiny ma- baby room, too. It'd be rough.
0: Oh.
4: Jeez. Well, and that trucker thing isn't that uh going on here now too? They're on their
3: way to D.C. right now. Yeah.
2: Are they really? Mm-hmm. oh jeez. Right, Gump,
0: get on the horn, Gump. So what's going? Hey, by the way, my father was a truck driver. All mm-hmm. right, I have nothing but respect for the amount of hours, Thank loneliness, and like how important it is to everything. But what if it in the? I mean, up here in Canada, there's some real shit going on. Oh right? yeah like the government against the truckers. Mm-hmm. If I know some things about truckers, pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Don't want to mess. Pretty tough. They will eat lit, like sandwiches of punches. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they are not really worried about that type of stuff. And like, but those Monies up there, I think, got their horses on some of these
3: truckers. Well, right? you got to be careful because th- 3% of uh, truckers are serial killers as well. Oh, geez. Is that right. really? jeez. That seems That's like a high number. Oh, That's a Tony. Very high It might have been These
2: are
0: all my dad's friends, dude. What are we yeah. even... I Come mean, on, this, I am,
3: this is a fact. it's oh, oh, not. Uh, let's yes, get to a is. break. Truckers so... are good people. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I only said 3%. Have yeah. you ever heard of uh,
0: logistics maybe being the backbone of society? I
3: agree. I get an Amazon package every day. And they, they got
0: those can... big prime trucks now, by the way. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: we've watched a lot of serial killer documentaries as an office. I think as a whole, I don't think one of them was oh, well, about a truck no, driver. I
1: will fucking it dude.
0: Truck driver, the amount of time you have to dedicate to truck driving. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you have time to def- necessarily just kill people. Now those lot lizards will get. I you. was gonna
1: say, uh, if you got a come for three hours, you're looking for a lot uh, lizard. You're not. What is that? Guys? Sorry, sorry, I don't know what that is. Sorry,
6: sorry.
0: Uh, what's that? That's the prostitutes that bounce around truck stops. You know, hey, oh, what's okay. going on in the cabin? Want to get a little uh, lot lizard in
3: there? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, double L, two two cabins down. What's going <laughs> on? <laughs> My, it's three. There's 300 serial killers that are truck drivers, but there's four million truck drivers, so it's. Oh, so like, this is a hodge. Dumb, yeah. Yeah, Tony. Let's
0: get to a break, Still please. A of- Let's get to a break. <laughs> <laughs> I knew
3: three was in there somewhere.
0: I mean, three percent a lot. Think about the math you just It was four
3: million. Three
2: yeah. percent of
3: four. 300 was a lot of.
2: Yeah, but who knows if he is. There's right? not 300 serial killers in the world right now. Yes, well, That's not is, what stats dude. say. Stats say. How many do you have to kill to be to be considered a serial killer? How many? Six. I don't well, know. How five. many people I mean, I mean, killed? More than two. A little, yeah. A
1: few. Just, yeah, two more two, or, two yeah. or
0: more. And they have to be in the same
1: bucket of people, right? Yeah, pat- no. maybe same pattern as well. No, because a serial like I th- the
2: wet bandits or the sticky bandits. Like you have your call sign. Is that what it is? Well, I think that's what who murders serial- three or more people,
1: three or more. Right? It three just three or any more.
0: any people or the same bucket yeah. of people. It says usually a service of normal psychology, psychological. So it's yeah, I don't, it probably has to be a situation like, a, like yeah. Because I think there's a different depiction of the people that just kill yeah. a bunch of people. Exactly. Yeah. I think serial killer is like a uniform spaced yeah, out. Specific. I believe. I think it was Ted a- Bundy. Yeah, I think that, so. Yeah,
1: well, because it would be what mass murder would hey, be the, so, yeah. the distinction. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. I'm not a I might
2: be wrong no, there. Yeah, I
0: think you're right. I, okay, good.
1: Then what's a terrorist?
2: Mass
0: well, then problem. there's an
4: entire
2: That's I want, huh? there's, there's an entire.
0: Whoa, yeah. whoa,
5: whoa,
4: whoa! What, whoa, Connor? What, whoa. What, Connor? No, I mean, you know AJ? It's your first day back. We said we were going to be a little less toxic. Yeah, that's MPMS right. PMS Live 2022.
0: Anyways, we hope none of the. We hope no more serial killers exist. Right? Yes. No more mass murderers. Right. No more terrorists. Yep. No more rapists. Yep. No more rapists yep. Yes. No more pedophiles. Yes. Yep. Dentists. No.
1: <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> dentists. We hate that. De- I hate dentists
4: too. Throw them on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking floss. That's all you got to do. Jesus.
0: All right. See you tomorrow. AJ uh great having you back.
2: Good to be back. Good to good to see you guys, man. It's been a while.
0: We'll see you tomorrow. Cheers. That's a Wednesday. Let's get wild Wednesday, February 23rd. Cheers.